0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Artifice episode 46. Um, wow. I, you know, I feel like today is a really fresh, nice day. I'm just like in a great mood. Um, I'm recording this on February 11th. You guys, I don't know what the date is right now. Um, I think it's February 11th and I just went to therapy and it was nice. And last week I went to Boise and did like, I did three interviews for a little Boise series. And my first like actual single from Masks um, is coming out this Friday. So when you guys hear it, it will have been last Friday so if you haven't heard it already please go listen it the song is called as you are um, and it's the happiest peppiest danciest song that I've ever written um and I'm really proud of it oh, I'm just feeling good I think like it's like not that cold here today the sky is really blue it's not like all polluted like it sometimes is in Salt Lake City Um, bear has been like extra snuggly today. Um, I have groceries to make like some yummy food tonight. I'm just, I'm just feeling great. And I hope that when you guys hear this, you're also feeling great. Um, and if you're not feeling great yet, you probably will be because my interview With Jay Whitaker. today's guest is so much fun. He, I loved getting to know him. Um, Jay's a comedian who was in Salt Lake for a a while, but just has relocated to Boston. So, if you're a person who lives in Boston, um, you know, get on like his mailing list or follow him on social medias and stuff, so that you can go and see him perform. Um, But today, instead of hearing him perform, you're going to hear him just talk about his life and. Um, have some really lovely insights into some great things. So um, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Jay right now. Jay Whitaker is a comedian from Los Angeles, Salt Lake City, and Boston. Jay was recently one of the featured comedians on the Dry Bar Comedy Live Tour, which was in over 60 comedy clubs nationwide. He has been seen on the Disney Channel, Food Network, and Lifetime Channel. He's also received the Best of Fest Award at the Big Pine Comedy Festival. Jay is also a loving father and a 16-year Air Force veteran, and you can hear him at at it's jay Whittaker and whitaker has two t's um you guys here comes jay sometimes art feels like magic pure visionary and sometimes it's brought to you in part by focus groups and algorithms and the makers of art are no different we're creatives sure but we're also salespeople we need imagination and imitation We need deep, meaningful connections, but we also have to network. Yep, even if you're an introvert, and that's my point. Balancing vulnerability with veneer is tricky, and it's a struggle we don't often share. So let's share. I'm Emily Merrill, and this is Artifice. Today's episode of Artifice is brought to you by Wash Wizard. Wash Wizard is a cool little sphere that uses bioceramic technology to wash your clothes. I'm always looking for new eco-friendly products that are also useful and effective, and Wash Wizard definitely checks those boxes. A few months ago, I bought one for our home and we've been loving it, so I reached out to Wash Wizard to ask for a promo code for my listeners. Wash Wizard completely replaces laundry detergent and lasts for 1,500 loads of laundry. It's great for sensitive skin, it eliminates odor, bacteria, and mildew, and it reduces rust and lime buildup in your washing machine. Head to shop.getwashwizard.com and enter promo code ARTIFICE20, that's all caps artifice I C E two zero for 20% off your purchase today.
1: <laughs> it's just it's like, the
0: performer's curse it's the yeah there,
1: there you go it's the performer's curse i, I always feel awkward I, yeah, think I think that's i think that's the best i think that's the best thing about what we do
0: i think so too. actually i've been talking I, I just sent like an email to my mailing list yesterday um talking about like whether creativity like requires discomfort
1: oh yeah it's like
0: something that i've been thinking about lately like as soon as something's comfortable Maybe it's not creative. I anymore. don't like
1: that. I, I I purposely go out of my element just to get yeah. uncomfortable. I'm saying I will force myself to have conversations with, with people I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. And uh and it's it usually is a, uh, a waste of time, but also rewarding. And <laughs> yeah. so uh no, it's it it's, can kinda help you learn. Yeah, but like I, but that's where the that's where the sparks come, is is through cre- uh, discomfort and controversy
0: i think so too and like i try to take a pretty like radical acceptance approach to that kind of thing like even in this podcast you know i like interviewing performers because at least performers like you know can kind of engage yeah (laughs) they've been
1: through something and i was listening to the one with um i was listening to the one with marcus and then the uh the recent one um with uh uh the guy um dallin or
0: dallin I, i don't know
1: no, all right. Well, There's we'll, not been a Dallin, but something, maybe, I don't yeah. know. It's What it,
0: was he do? What did he do? I forget. Uh, what kind of art? It,
1: like, uh, ah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, it just, <laughs>
0: but yeah, sometimes when I interview like, you are talking
1: about his childhood. That's,
0: sometimes when I interview visual artists, they're very, very shy and like can be, you know, a little bit difficult to talk to occasionally. And, yeah, I I take a pretty radical acceptance approach. Like I'm learning, they're learning, we're like experiencing something together, and that's like that's the thing that's like important. I think.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'm learning. You're learning. I'm failing. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's like that. That's <laughs> part of the thing about. But people forget about the whole learning process. There's failure involved. There has to
0: be. There like must be. Yeah, I think yeah, about sweet. that when I'm teaching a lot too. So yeah, let's let's like uh, let's oh, yeah. start. Is from this the, the beginning. official start? Okay. Yeah, no, this... I'll probably include. I'll probably probably keep some of that yeah <laughs> some of, some of that's
1: gold some of that is magnesium <laughs> some of that is not good. i mean
0: like i said radical acceptance we just we accept all of it all right. um but yeah i like to start with people at the beginning and ask like what you were like as a creative child
1: oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's my it's my favorite place to be um
1: i was i was a i'm an only child uh at at the time i found yeah. out that i have a beautiful amazing half sister uh awesome. later in life and she's amazing uh but I, I grew up mostly an only child. I had like a air quote uh brother that I had known since my childhood. Cool. We were very uh his name's Brandon and I him and I would um he uh him and I were just pretty creative as, yeah. as kids. We used to- <laughs> we used to play this game called <laughs> This is stupid. This is stupid. Uh, this is how creative of, of kids L- we were. Let's hear it. We would, we would. I would sleep over at his house because uh, our moms were close, uh, and we, him and his, like his, his, uh, the kids on his block would say. I, I lived in Inglewood, California at the time, cool. and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this this always giggles. Re- yeah.
0: Remember, we would it. have
1: these singing contests. Awesome. And like none of us could sing. Yeah. And we would sing. It was like, like little. 8-year-old boys singing like R&B like yeah, boys to men of like in and, and like uh like a new edition. and we were terrible and like th- we would we were st- and then we'd sneak out of the house yeah. uh to go like uh to our neighbors they were they really were the, like an older family and so we would play like uh this game no joke this was the name of the game was African American ninjas. That was that was like our thing. Tell me more. It was just it was you had to go, you were a ninja and you were African American <laughs> and that was it.
0: That's the game.
1: Yep, you had to go, you had to sneak around undetected into the <laughs> into old man Coleman's backyard and not disturb his dog <laughs> oh or the gosh. house. So basically that that was like our that was like our thing that yeah. we that we loved to do creating
0: stories and creating narratives. My brother and I did that a similar thing. We had like a we had a trampoline in our backyard and it had this like little ladder. I grew up in Arizona, okay, and everyone in Arizona has these like cinder block fences. It's just like every everybody has. Oh them. yeah, okay. And we would take the ladder off of the um, the trampoline and hang it over the fence to like the back the other neighbor so you'd like climb on the fence and then like lower down and like go on these little like missions to right. the neighbor's yeah, backyard like, I, I, yeah i think i think
1: every kid yeah like did that at some you capacity need,
0: well if you i mean maybe if you live in like the suburbs or something you get bored you need like this is yeah. like it was like eh. But maybe you need that like, was quite a risk you need some uh you need some action or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, like trampoline. La- you see, y- y'all had tools. Like we were yeah. just, <laughs> we were just in pajamas. Yeah. So one time we did get caught, and uh, it, but it was funny. Like they were all like, "Y'all oh, kids, just stop. Go to yeah. bed." Like they, it was, it was never, it was never anything. We weren't, we were never, we weren't troublemakers, but m- mischief yeah, managers. Just you know, just, yeah, just playing. Yeah, just kind of playing. Um, but, With the sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, like I was very much into. Uh, comic books uh you know I was, i'm a child of divorce so going back and forth between parents when i would go to visit i'd yeah. always read uh, a lot of comics i got i remember the scholastic book club oh yeah yeah and the I, book fair yep the book fair and uh i remember ordering my first calvin Hobbes book which yeah. probably was like the biggest thing that ever changed me it was like uh, um, weird monsters from outer space or whatever yeah and I, I tore that book yeah. up. I still have the original. Do you remember
0: how old you were when you got that? I
1: was, I was what? Second grade. Yeah. So yeah. really little, like mm-hmm. eight, nine. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. What, what, what can you describe like what it sort of like lit up or like why it was interesting to you?
1: I think it was because I, prior to that, I went to this private school. Um, I went to a, like this, it's the school's no longer there but um it's it's named after um, one of the great black leaders marcus garvey and it was marcus Garvey's school it cool. was, and um i was i was i i had a like i was it was a very different school it, yeah. it was um at a different time and it, it was fun but i i ended up switching schools i ended up switching schools and now i'm in the um now, second, now I'm in this new class, second grade. I didn't really know anybody. Yeah. I was already different, yeah. you know, uh, than a lot of the other kids. Because uh, I, I, I liked a lot, a lot of, well, I was big into comic books. Everybody yeah. was into sports. I liked sports as well, but I was big into rock and roll. I, yeah. I liked a lot of stuff. And uh, so I was, so I just kind of kept to myself a lot, but yeah. I would always kind of like observe everything.
0: Did you feel shy?
1: I wasn't shy. Yeah. I would, never was shy, yeah. but I would, I would, you,
0: just kind of observant.
1: I would I would always observe my surroundings. Yeah. I would always observe uh, everyone's moods and, and like I still remember people's temperament as a kid. Like yeah. just like, oh, uh, Angelo was always like the calm
0: yeah
1: You know, you know like you were I could of... knew I knew when someone was having a bad day. Yeah. And so
0: Um wait, how did you so okay, so you um, when you got the Calvin and Hobbes book, that was like a big thing, but yeah. you were already into comic books before that.
1: Yeah. I was already into comic books before that, but Calvin and Hobbes for me was just it, cause it's quick. It, it yeah. was just like a quick little thing. Something and on. it was, it was a kid who was, he was by himself. He had an imaginary mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is starting. To... <laughs> no, it's,
0: I mean, it's okay. Like it is, it is what it is. And, I, yeah. and it's not like it's, you know, I, I feel the same way about my childhood. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm really open about the fact that like my parents were like, uh my my mom's a narcissist, and mm. uh, my my parents were like you know pretty abusive in a lot of ways um but it's not like my childhood was like all dark you yeah. know like I did a lot of playing and like i mean i i i'm curious about kind of like the origin stories of our creativity, mm. and I think lots of time that creativity sort of starts in like this quiet observation like i yeah. i think that's i think that's pretty normal
1: I, I i I just knew that I would always observe because i I was trying like I I wanted to fit in but also just I was always just taught to be cautious yeah you know like I was just and so um but but I do remember like just those Calvin and Hobbes books I would sit there and yeah, I I guess I would relate to it I guess yeah. I don't know I, I I guess i you know it's yeah, second well, grade me related to and you were a an only child with so, an imaginary yeah. tiger <laughs> <laughs> like I that's that's that that's like the, I'm their core audience I don't know um it, it, it for me, it's everything from that he did like from Spaceman Spiff to like everything with uh uh the sledding on the toboggan. I grew up in Los Angeles, I had no idea of mm-hmm. like of snow or yeah. anything. Like I'd never seen it. Yeah. And so like I thought everybody in that lived in, you know, where it's where wherever it's snowed or snow, snowed, yes. snow, snow, snowed. <laughs> snowed <laughs> wherever it's uh, snowed that they had all they all had toboggans and uh but I, Calvin had a fascination with dinosaurs. So yeah. I was big into dinosaurs. And I, I knew, you know, like every yeah. like every kid. I knew all the dinosaurs, and so yeah. I don't know. I just I just gravitated towards that. I wish there was a better, funnier no, answer, I mean, but that's I,
0: I, I mean, well, I think like part of the reason I like to ask the question is because, you know, as adults who are in these kind of mysterious creative professions, I think uh, people can apply like a mythology to our childhoods and think that we have these like amazing origin stories and like you don't. it's not
1: the <laughs> truth.
0: Yeah. So I mean I'm I'm interested in kind of like those just everyday things. So you you felt as a child like you had different interests from some of the other kids. You said that before, like you Yeah, were, you I was like, I was an
1: outcast. I was I I def, like I was I definitely felt that way. Yeah. You know, like I you know but I, I just I knew that I knew that I I liked, uh, I I just liked playing sports. Yeah. And eventually, I kind of find people find out I was kind of goofy because I spent yeah. so much time in the comic books. Yeah. And so I noticed that sometimes, you know, uh, and I was going through my own personal hell as a kid, as uh, with my parents, you know, and uh,
0: were they they were splitting up? Yeah, when they you was, were. They, like they were already split age. up, and it oh, was okay. just
1: you know. It was. I talked about this on another podcast, but like they would, the kids would tease me, because one time I forget it was like in third grade. I was talk. I I just said um, I can't remember what it was, but the teacher asked me a question. I remember I said I was just angry because I was having family problems. Yeah, dealing with quote stuff. Yeah. quote family problems. I admitted that in front of my peers. Yeah in third grade and my goodness they roasted me forever they're like and so that i could i could still hear their voices saying Jay- my real name's Jason. They're like, Jason's got family problems. And it's just such a problem with And you're like, family. but I actually am like really... Yo, like, <laughs> like I was just like, yo, Distraught. Like, yeah, I'm like, yo, like I'm like, you know, I, I I know we're trying to learn about Alexander Hamilton, but it's just like, yo... Yeah, but I'm, like I have stuff going on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I can't focus on long division right now. <laughs> like yeah, it's,
0: I, I can relate to that. I, I, well, I never had kids made made fun of me but i lucky I, I well when i was in like in junior high but I when i was it. little like this thing we we lived like right next to this elementary school when i was a kid so i'd walk yeah. to school and like pretty frequently my this is like this is like a little heavy but like it it matters to your self concept and i and i have a follow up question about your creativity but mm my mom would frequently like send my brother to school and my dad would go to work and my mom would like yell at me. She mm-hmm. would like keep me at home and yell at me and then like send me outside. And I would like walk to school, like c- crying, yeah, all yeah, stressed yeah. out. And I would have to like go to the principal's office and get like my late slip.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I was like,
0: you know, nine, yeah. 10. Mm-hmm. Um, And I would have to walk into my class, like with all my peers and just like crying, like all puffy red face. Right. And and luckily, like none none of, I don't remember any of my peers like talking to me about it, but I knew that they saw it, you know, and I, and I felt,
1: and they would save it for later. (laughs)
0: uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we moved when I was like in the fourth grade and then it was kind of like a new start. So, I mean, it was hard, but also like I stopped going to school crying after we moved, like I, you know, anyway, so I don't know, it's hard to say what would have happened if I stayed there. Yeah. But um all this to say, I I want to ask you about so like these kind of as you're feeling like you're a little different and you have these different interests, do you feel like there's like a chicken or an egg thing there? Like do you feel like you would have had those same interests if you would have felt like you know, like every other kid, or do you feel like some of it was like you're trying to like find your own identity? Yeah,
1: I was no, I I knew I knew from 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 the jump. Like my parents, they're 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 awesome. I have I have great parents. I just spent Thanksgiving with them. Um, they split when I was a kid, but I, I was fortunate, you, to just, you know, to spend, to spend Thanksgiving with them both this yeah. over uh, this over the holiday. Uh, my dad flew out to Virginia. My mom lives in Virginia now. My dad still lives in California, but my dad flew out. That's we, great. Yeah, so they have a great relationship, and they're two. Very type A people, uh-huh. and, but they're just awesome. You know, yeah. they they've had to endure their own their own personal struggles. I mean, they grew up in you know they were both born in in the 1950s, so yeah, 1950s America, Black America. You I don't have to explain yeah. it to you. Like right. it, yeah. it it was hard, and yeah. so uh so they went through their own personal struggles. So they they taught me to you know like just kind of be your own person. Yeah, and so I. And so, and the school I went to prior to me,
0: yeah. you
1: know, coming to, they were, t- they taught us to be very much our own person. That was
0: the private school. You or, went to the yeah. private school yeah, first. Yeah, I went to the private yeah. school
1: first. And so, yeah. and, but, but I was in daycare for a long time. I was basically like, I, I guess I was homeschooled. I mean, like I was, I was basically yeah. homeschooled with my, my friend that I, Afri- African, American, African the American Ninja. ninja. Yeah. yeah uh, that, <laughs> and for, yeah, that's a real, that's a real thing. Copyright trademark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um. Uh, so I was kind of like, I guess, homeschooled all through. I don't know. That's preschool, daycare, whatever. I guess you're yeah. homeschooled, whatever. And so, but
0: and then you went to the private school. Yeah,
1: yeah private school. Then, then like public school. And then yeah. like, things kind of just changed. And it's just like, yeah, there is a shift when you go from private school to public yeah. school. There's just there, there just is.
0: So, do you feel like some of those kind of creative interests, like you love comic books, you love rock and roll, were some of those things like trying to have an identity like outside of your peers or do you feel like
1: it was just LA was it like well I won't say LA but the the majority of the kids I went to were black and brown and that was considered uh uh white boy things oh I <laughs> see yeah. white people stuff yeah. So, and so, <laughs> Rock and like, right, yeah
0: yeah all right
1: whatever uh cool man like
0: so you kind of just so you did you
1: but I was very much my own dude. Like, yeah, I, I just, you just were
0: like, sorry, I like it. Yeah, I just like. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, I like everything. Yeah. I like everything. You're just my, curious. My, my, yeah, like I grew up on hip hop. I love West Coast. How West did you Coast get America.
0: into that stuff that like wasn't maybe being presented to you like by peers? My pops
1: was a DJ. Uh, cool. He was a DJ back in college. He used to like uh, DJ back in like uh, Dayton, Ohio. Like he's cool. he's from he's from Chicago, Detroit, uh, New York. And so, and uh, went to school at University of Dayton, and cool. so he was a DJ there, and he used to ha- he has tons of records of everything. So, like yeah. in the seventies, um, I talked about this before on another show. Uh, my dad's DJ name was D. You ready for it? It's a I'm long ready. name. I'm so ready. Uh, DJ Sweet Sonny, the Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> Of uh, Party Down Productions. My goodness, <laughs> that is...
0: I mean, that's a, that's a name. Mm-hmm. It's a long name, but it's also like... Yeah,
1: the Million Dollar Baby. It's a vibe. But yeah, yeah it's it's one hundred percent, but he had everything like everything from Miles Davis, Frank Sinatra yeah. to the doors, cool. like so I grew up just on a lot of yeah of there was always music permeating through the house
0: you never you never started out with this thing of like, this is what we listen to, it was right. just like I know all the... yeah, I, and my I'm, mom
1: she played my mom is big into jazz, like cool. she like uh like a lot of smooth jazz, yeah. like Norman Brown. like yeah, and David Benoit, and Michael Franks, that type of stuff and cool. and so uh we i so i just grew up on a lot there was always just yeah. w- w- regardless whether i was at my mother's house or at my, yeah. at my father's there was always music uh, permeating through the house and and i grew up in a prince household not a, not necessarily a michael jackson household there's cool. there's a, there's a well, difference t-
0: tell me okay so <laughs> did,
1: let me ask you which which house did you if you had to
0: i grew up in a michael jackson there house there you go that makes yeah. sense okay Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: It's, it's just like
0: my parents both gra- my parents graduated from high school in like 82 and 84 okay and they were. I would listen to Thriller my whole childhood. No, but in,
1: yeah. and I'm like, don't get me wrong. I didn't
0: start listening to Prince until I was in college as a music major.
1: Right, 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 right. No, that's fine. Yeah. Like, and like, there's there's no wrong answer. Like, it's yeah. it's, it's 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 just tells me some things well, about that. Well, you know, person. I'd
0: love to. I'd love to hear your. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear it.
1: The the way I see it, this is, and I could be wrong, but it's just I I've noticed. Um, were were your parents together at the time? Yeah. That Okay. Yeah. That's that's. I think that's the thing that I've noticed yeah. is because uh, I'm oversharing about my parents. My dad's gonna hate me for this, but so like my dad's he's you know my parents split, so he, my dad's dating again. Yeah. Yeah. And you know so he's there's Prince's music is 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 for more other purposes. Prince is sexy. Yeah. And
0: uh, and also Prince is really artful. Yes. Like Michael Jackson is fun, and it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like there's there's like a there's depth in there, yeah, but Prince depth, yeah. is like a whole. I think my parents felt like Prince was way too artsy.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's that's there's, like I said, there's no wrong answer, but it does yeah. tell. Like when I say like I grew up in a Prince household, that means I'm like, what does that mean? That? I
0: feel like the type of child I was, I should have been raised in a Prince household. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, because uh, well, yeah, that's might've...
0: I needed. I wish that I would have had parents that were into Prince.
1: Yeah. I get that, it. That
0: would have been a better fit for me.
1: I get it. No, like let's, you know, my, my pops my pops might learn... have company and you would yeah. hear Prince <laughs> in the house. And I was like, all right, well I'm gonna go downstairs and read comic books. Yeah. Cause uh
0: So you, you grew up in a prince house. I love that. And yeah. me, your mom liked Prince too? Yeah. yeah. Like
1: I mean, but we we grew, like my mom had uh but I did listen to Michael Jackson a lot. So it but it were I you, always just it's just your, a weird thing.
0: Were your parents like how how did they kind of like present like art to you?
1: They would just show it to me.
0: They were into art. They, they like were just they like, respected like, it.
1: They were. It was. It was just always on. My mom had a lot yeah. of. Uh, you know, she would take me to museums a lot. That's and, amazing. And um, we just we just did like yeah, you were exploring. and I was just exposed to a lot. It's it's I lived living in LA. You're just you 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 were yeah. exposed to a lot of culture. I mean, like I I knew, yeah. whew, I knew what. It, I knew what a transgender person was before, yeah. like, I was yeah. like five, you know, like, That's I just such a different, you know, like, than yeah, mine. like, <laughs> I knew, I knew, you know, like, you, like, I knew, I grew up with Greek folks, you know, um, yeah. um, Asian folks, you know, not just like, you know, one, you know one yeah like no i grew up with koreans yeah. and you know japanese yeah. and vietnamese and uh, laotian you cambodian you had an understanding Mexicans as a child that, you about know, like yeah my yeah. community was very diverse so That's amazing so we would always go to museums um,
0: how did you get into comic books just my was mom. That something your your mom was also no, cool no no yeah.
1: like so like, so peep game like my mom <laughs> oh this is i i i <laughs> This comic book store is still there. They under they under a, a different name now, but in Culver City, California, my mom will go get her nails done. Cool. And so, like, if you ever been in a nail salon, which I'm sure I you have. have, yeah, yeah, and
0: it's been too long though. Look, look how much mine are grown. It's now.
1: okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not judging. Thanks. I need, I need to get I need to get a mani after this. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, I, w- I would go to the nail salon with my moms and. Their reading material was, it was not.
0: It was People Magazine. It
1: was People Magazine and Playgirl Magazine. Yeah. Playgirl. <laughs> have the
0: nail song. Yeah.
1: That's so funny. A bunch of naked dudes. And I'm like sitting there. I'm like, whoa, I, I don't know what this is. All right, so I'm going to go next door. And there was a comic whoa, book store next door. I and see. so I would take my allowance. And by the time yeah. she pops in for her little, you know, nails thing, you know, 30, 45 minutes you know go by and next thing you know I'm, i come out with some comic books and you know i
0: love that so
1: like that became like a regular thing at first i was like i want to go to the nail salon and, <laughs> and then you're like and read you're getting your nails Gere. done yay yeah.
0: i can go to the comic store
1: exactly <laughs> richard so, gear that's so funny richard i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean that's probably accurate George for Clooney, the, for the time oh, yeah gosh <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, great. So <laughs> oh as a child, I'm hearing like you're having all of this like amazing creative like input, like all of your yeah, cre- yeah. Cre- other people's. Oh,
1: my, and my pop, oh, I'm sorry. Go like, ahead. One, Go ahead. Like my mom, she did a lot of like art and museums, but like my, my pops, he was a, a nightclub promoter too. Wow. So when I would spend time with him as a kid, I'd be <clears throat> backstage yeah. at these certain like at these great clubs that are still there today, yeah. Palace, of Palladium and uh uh, I would – he used to book X, and, like, he used to book, like, all these great, like, R&B uh, wow. uh, groups from, like, the 80s, like, 80s, yeah. 90s, like, Troop and Full Force, and uh, one – he used to uh, also um, – he was the man – do you remember – uh, do you remember the California Raisins? Yes. Okay. Remember the animatronic? Yeah. Cal- yeah. He was the manager for that. Awesome. Like, <laughs> like the singers that behind the singers, the, behind, wow. uh, the, singers uh, the lead singer, like he used to manage them. So he, they, uh, and like he had, um, there was an artist he used to manage called like Dr. Money that had a single with like MC Light back in the day. And I.
0: So you were exposed to like a ton. Yeah. Like, that was, was just expo- like all over. Okay. So my question is how did you start? doing your own creative stuff like transitioning from like consuming like and Mm. having your brain lit up um because i i mean i do think for children like that's the beginning of creativity just getting inspired by like (laughs) other stuff that's creative but then like how do you start making it your own
1: things Uh, yo like um (laughs) i'm sorry I, i i the all right i'm gonna keep I keep laughing because I'm starting to remember You're all, remembering things I'm remembering my it. childhood, yeah. and my childhood is, is 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 it's not necessarily funny to it's, it's funny to me I yeah and so Fair. uh uh but i I think about i i want to say I was like in uh fifth grade. Yeah, fifth grade. Me and uh, another friend of, uh, of mine at the time, who's who's actually a comedian now, has like cool. him and I grew up together, um, and he's a comedian now. He has a Comedy Central special. I, 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 I go follow, go follow James Davis. On. Yeah, he's a great comedian. A plug for yeah. James Davis. Yeah, but uh, I, I really should like ah, you know I just tell a story. Uh, yeah, tell the story. He ain't listening, <laughs> so he's all. He, but um, we w- we would draw comic books, uh, like superheroes together. Yeah. There was a book that I got, like How to Draw the Marvel Way. It's an old school 1970s book done by uh, uh, Stan Lee. And it, excuse me, it shows just how to draw superheroes yeah. back then. And it's got like the old school 1970s look to yeah. all the superheroes. And then there was a book by Christopher Hart, uh, how to draw comics and how to draw superheroes, and so we and how to do, how to get into cartooning. I really wanted to be in cartooning, yeah, because uh, Bill Watterson, creator awesome. of Calvin Hobbes, so that that was like my that was like my jam. So we me, him and I we, yeah. we sat across from each other and we just draw. He had a yeah. different style, but we had like we were big into like that that dream yeah. of uh, you know video games were right at the time fighting games were right at the big at the time, so we yeah. wanted to create our own fighting game.
0: How did it and, feel to have like your someone doing that with you
1: oh it was it was really cool uh we we both got busted for like doodling during class class but the the worst problem was is we're drawing the female figure and we're young boys and so like (laughs) they're like
0: listen wonder woman has boobs yeah
1: like they think we're pervs and we're just like no this This is is a great action sequence (laughs) (laughs) that's funny it's yeah But it is what it is. I feel like that,
0: that can be so important, though. Like having, I mean, you know, if you were alone doing that, you probably still would have done it. But having someone else be like as excited and right. kind of pushing you and like seeing him have a different style, seeing him like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, upping his like shading game. Yeah, yeah. Like I 100%. can totally see that like 100%. you both just pushing each other. It That's wasn't cool. even like,
1: it wasn't even a competition that who could do. He had his... The more
0: inspiration. Yeah, like I still remember someone, his
1: drawings. Like
0: Yeah, seeing someone your age. Like I, I talk about this with people all the time and like I teach, I teach young, like yeah. pre preteen and young teenagers and I... I I, I, I'm obsessed with this thing, but like watching kids go from being interested in creativity to kind of seeing like, oh, I can become excellent at these things yeah. and really seeing that. That's
1: like the best.
0: And I, I think seeing someone your same age, like watching them improve and going like, well, what can I do? And right. like totally not having it be like a competition, but more just like this my friend is my same age, like he's getting better. I'm getting better. he has this different style. What's my style? yeah that's like huge i think
1: well and and it was it was the school that I, it was part also the school that I went to, and mind you, this is this I'm in fifth grade now, so three years have passed since, yeah. I, since I came here now now i actually I'm still not really an outcast, but like I have friends, but i'm I'm definitely like kind of off to the side doing my own thing yeah and but um it definitely let me know like I was like, oh. There are other kids that are like that have the same interests, yeah. you know. That I and I didn't really feel so alone. And then, and and this is at the time where like creativity was popping because at the time I grew, I went to school where uh, a lot of the kids from uh, living the show, the TV show, and Living Color, yeah, um, you know, the Wayans, uh, Damon Wayans, Keenan Ivor Wayans, Jim Carrey, like all their kids went to. I went to school with their kids. Cool. They were like in a grade above me or or or, or below, and so like you know, you'd see those, yeah. those, those, uh, those, those kids, uh, their their parents would show up to school, to, you know? And so yeah. like, it's like, you felt like, and like in living color was such a big show at the time. Uh, this is like, you know, late, you know, late eighties or excuse me, late eighties, and early nineties. So yeah. everything's just popping right now. And so it's just like, you're just like, wow, this is a good time to be cr- a creative be and to be yeah. a funny person. So like I grew up mm. and so that, and so like, we had a, we had a spike in class clowning in, in in, in our, because, you know, you got the son of, 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 uh, you got the sons and daughters of the cast going to school. So they're just going to, you know, mimic what they see, mimic what they see on TV. And, And when you see when I, like I said, I went to a school with predominantly black and brown kids. And when you see black, you know, uh, black talent, on national television, yeah. it, it just inspires you on a yeah. different level. So yeah. yeah. Totally. I,
0: I think that's I think that's great. I, I wanna ask about um so like I like to talk to to people toward the end of the podcast about like their kind of like art identity. Yeah. But can can I get your thoughts about like, you know, when you're young, like you're around this age, like fifth grade and you're kind of feeling like um you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit doing my own thing. Yeah. Like, was it important to you back then to, like, feel, like, liked or feel
1: cool? Or, like, how did you feel about... Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, 100%. I'm sorry, finish your question?
0: Well, I think, no, just that. I'm just kind of wondering, like, um, you know, what's the interplay of, like, kind of feeling like I'm I'm a little different, but then, like, wanting to kind of maybe perform, or, like... Yeah. How was that sitting on your identity back I, then? I,
1: I liked... I i did like to dance back back then i i I could dance pretty pretty good and so you know watching all those i and i i like to rap like that's right i wrote i wrote like you were
0: doing all kinds of stuff
1: at five years old my mom still has it she still has it she she found my first rap and she knows the beatbox and everything she'll start beat like there's a a certain pattern so like and it was just basically a shout out. It was like a fire it was just this 5 year old like I'm an astronaut, you know, yeah, like just it's like cute. and I, I don't know what rhymes with astronaut. <laughs> like it's just this terrible terrible rap and then I just name off the kids in my class. None of it rhymes. And it's so, yeah, cute. but it's just it, you could tell like I but You were trying stuff. I was try yeah. I, I I I deep down wanted to I knew there was like I wanted to perform in yeah. some in some capability. Yeah. And even I'm 36 yeah. now. And, uh, I, I've always, you know, I, I, I think I'm, I've been just put been put on this earth to just like, that's what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing. And I think, I, it's it's annoying sometimes. Yeah. Cause you're just like, why can't I just, why can't I have a normal job? Yeah. Why can not I, wh- I feel the same what, way? What are pleated khakis? I want to wear those. And I have <laughs> 50 I have pairs of sweatpants. Yeah.
0: I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, I, I I think I feel the same way. Yeah, I I did a poor job of a- asking that question. I think, but mm-hmm. I think you an- you gave me the answer that I was looking for. Like, you know. You you had this sense that you needed to be performing, but I think if you have that sense, like you know, I want to be performing or I want to be doing something, I want to be creating something. But you also have the sense like not everybody likes me, or like you know, how are you kind of like solving that as a, as a, like a young yeah,
1: brain? I, um, you, you ask you, you ask me a, si- a six year old me and a thirty six year old me, and you're still gonna get it's the, kind same. Of the same. I don't thing. even know. Yeah. I mean, just like, moving through it. Yeah, it's it it's. Without, I didn't plan on being. I didn't plan on being here long, you know. In, in as far as like life, and so like the older I like, I always was. I was taught like, I won't say taught, but I I was basically like, you know,
0: conditioned or
1: list, live fast, die young, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. so like, I've made a lot of mistakes in life, a lot, a lot. When I say a lot of mistakes, a lot. And so like, I'm, but I. I, I'm still trying to just, I, I worried less about fitting in yeah. with, with, and fitting and, and more just trying to fit in myself. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know if that makes sense. Because, totally.
0: I mean, I think a lot of artists would give the exact same cause,
1: answer. Because well, I just like for a long time, even like as a performer, as a father, as, like me being a transient from, from, uh, from California and moving to Utah, like I was, I wanted to fit in in the in not you know not necessarily the religion but just the culture yeah. just in every state has a culture you totally. know like and yeah. so it's just like and i didn't really f- i f- i felt you know some people yeah. you know like but i felt that i didn't really fit in yeah and so i stopped i at one point like a a, a light has to go off or yeah. go on and say like i don't i just want to fit in
0: yeah, I just so need to be in me. My own yeah, just like because
1: yeah. because all I can handle is yeah. me. You know, totally. I can't. I'm not. I you know like I can't. I can't. Res- uh, I can't be responsible sure. for for yeah. how someone else feels. Well, and, you about... know,
0: part of the reason I asked this question, like I I think most of us, you know, just adult humans, but I think especially artists because we're doing stuff that's a little odd, come to that conclusion eventually. But I like to I like to wonder what's the version of that that's going on and you're like totally undeveloped like preteen brain you know like yeah uh, because i I like to try to connect it like what's the state then what's the state now but but it sounds like you definitely were just like you were testing out a ton of stuff you're dancing you told me about the singing competitions
1: (laughs) were so you're drawing doing
0: all kinds of drawing um and then like did you start writing comics at some point
1: um, like, like yeah, we, telling
0: jokes? Were, were you no, telling I, jokes? I wrote, I
1: wrote comic strips. Like I did my own comics. But then like, um I didn't really...
0: How did you go from like writing and drawing jokes to like telling jokes?
1: Telling jokes. That's like, that's in my... That's it just my, was happening. That starts in my 20s and yeah, okay. divorce and therapy and just... So like, and...
0: but before we skip there, let's talk about like your teen years. Oh so, my... um, and goodness. and you know, like part of the reason a lot of people will say to me, like, uh, nothing was really going on then. But I just think like, again, in terms of like human development, like stuff's going on then the stuff that happens in your teenage years, like it affects who you are. It- so maybe my first question is kind of like a yes or no, and it will give us like a, but in, in those years between like fifth grade and yeah, yeah. 18, 18 years old, um, oh were you developing any creative skills? During that time, yeah, let's kind of start there. I
1: so after I left sixth grade, you know, like you,
0: you kind of go to middle school. Yeah, or whatever. You go to middle school. Yeah.
1: I moved again.
0: Okay, and rough. so
1: I moved from Los Angeles to Orange County. Okay, and so now, like now, I'm in the OC, and it's a
0: lots it, of white kids there. Yeah. You yeah. said it, not yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> and so, yeah,
1: yeah. And so, <laughs> um, but yeah, like so now I have like. Oh, and see, and mind you, I I was always kind of the different kid, right? Living in LA uh, because I had you know I listened to other things, right. And I, uh, alternative music, yeah, you know, yeah. And,
0: and,
1: <laughs> you know, now that's what I call music volume one, yeah. <laughs> like uh, yeah. jock jams, you and know. Now uh,
0: you're different, like in a different way,
1: right? Now I'm now now I'm even more different, yeah. And so that was and like I this is. I still laugh. I, I, I laugh at myself because I remember that summer. I my dad put me in summer school to kind of integrate, yeah. inter, which was a s- smart move on his part. Yeah, really she smart move. Out. On, yeah, Ease like, in. because I that, that I was able to meet some friends. Yeah, uh, that, that is boy. awesome for your yeah, dad. That's I, so insightful. That was like he's like go to summer school. Yeah, he's like I was like why? He's like just well one he wanted Ease to see in. where I fit in with with their curriculum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then two, like just for me to just kind of settle, so it's the first day wasn't too like, much of a shock yeah. for me. And um, oh, it was definitely a culture shock. And um, but because, um, and I remember like I would go to summer school, and I would try to like this is going to sound so weird, but I I didn't really have context on how to like I was like I don't know what
0: you just mean like how to talk to kids from a different.
1: Culture. yeah and yeah. so i would watch i that's when i became like the biggest Save by the bell fan right I, you're I like started, i gotta learn i started study time <laughs> i listened i listened to more beastie oh boys i started yeah. like listening to oh a lot gosh. like just i started yeah. figuring out what everyone else was listening to and i would just kind of listen to it just because yeah. it wasn't like i still listen to i i still listen to what i wanted to yeah and like and but well, it was
0: like research i mean i
1: yeah, I, know your audience. Okay. I love
0: this answer, though. I mean, I talk with my guests a lot about like applying your creative mind to people, mm-hmm. and that's what you're doing. Like, I mean, I don't, I you can speak on like how like a- aware you were of exactly yeah. what you were doing, but like that makes perfect sense to me. Like, you know, you're learning like a new kind of language, and yeah, tr- you know,
1: it was a lot. It was, and like, I I just knew that everyone was. Uh, in middle school was obsessed with being popular like all the st- yeah. all the shows that i watched every, yeah. every, every like just any pick pick a tv show from back then boy meets world like yeah. whatever like yeah. everyone was so like i was like i have to be popular you know yeah. like and so like i was like i guess i have to play sports and yeah. like it was like all these things that were that was like just kind of front loaded in my brain that mm. i thought i needed to be and yeah. re- and and so i i felt like i had to be this uh this person that excelled in sports but also like be kind and like, like mm-hmm. hang out with everybody. Yeah. and like and so, but you know, yeah, and, and so people liked me because I was different and because yeah. I was from a place. So I, I had a story, yeah. I guess, and so I, I guess I was, I was interesting because I was from outside. Uh, uh, but, but over, but then that quickly, like, I realized just be you. It's yeah. fine. Like
0: that's wow. What an like an important kind of lesson? And I know you were kind of joking when you said know your audience, but like that's great. Like. That's great stuff. It's, You're like... Yeah. <laughs> That's great practice. Well, I
1: do that with any show. Like I I'm, yeah. like I said I'm in town for some corporate gigs, and so like I I research the companies. I'm yeah. like, "All right, so who's blah, 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 you know, and you're like,
0: building that skill like cuz my original question was like, you know, what creative skills were you building and like that's I, I, I never I, answer it's questions. Fine. I just um, I, well, I ev- I talk around things. You're normal and everyone does. <laughs> um, but uh but yeah, I I think that's that's a perfect answer. Like I mean, I'm sure you have other like more specific things, but like that's huge, I think. Like in terms of where you've ended up like kind of thinking i mean i th- i think that's very like impressive like thinking as a young kid like strategically about like how am i going to make my way here and then having the thought like i just need to be myself like
1: that's well it's because you, you do have to like i think it's because of the way i grew up just because there were so many LA is the melting pot that it is and it still is it's just like there's so many cultures in show you have to know how to navigate and i mean yeah like i like yeah, there's the there's the there's the super positives of growing up in, in a in a large melting pot where you have you know pretty much every culture there yeah but there's also gang culture there so you have to yeah. know how to navigate I remember being on on the train uh and, and on the bus and having to change clothes to go yeah. into a different neighborhood like yeah. where you had a backpack so it's just like so you, it was always being aware of my yeah. surroundings not just like out of just like trying to not necessarily trying to fit in, but also not trying to draw attention. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, like, I'm not. It's not a sob story. Or this is no, not no, a TED no. talk. I think it's,
0: it's very. I mean, it's yeah. very interesting. Well, to, in retrospect, like. Does that type of thinking that you were doing back then does that feel like the creative thinking you do now? Mm -hmm. Does it feel like the same part of your brain?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I'm anytime like
0: problem solving. Yeah, creative problem solving.
1: Put me in an airport and I'm like the same. uh, Yeah, yeah. Because
0: you get stressed out. I I
1: do not like certain airports in America and like uh, because. Certain certain cities don't know how to airport, and, yeah. and so and so uh, Salt Lake City is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Detroit is another. Yeah. And uh, certain certain people in those airports usually don't know how to airport, and mm-hmm. and so like I'm big on just like navigating and being yeah. h- like hypersensitive yeah. and hyper aware of my surroundings.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's, so that's, um, that's also- I'm always I'm always like trying to figure that out. But I think back in high school, like I was. I I did sports. I I did, I did varsity track and I did football, um, (laughs) basketball, not so much. Uh, uh, I did, I I was in the, I was in the AV club.
0: Awesome. Well, I I, know that your first rap was about being an astronaut. So, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah. So
0: you were into, I mean, uh, like it's maybe a science connection or was AV club more, did it feel more like culture like uh, did it feel sciencey to no, you, or it was, did it feel no, like
1: well we had a school TV show uh, I went to I went to Mission Viejo high school cool and so uh, they're there' which means old mission and uh their mascot was the diablos which is uh,
0: so the av felt more like it was performance and not like yeah i'm I'm picturing like stranger things av club like i'm picturing like a little science nerd it wasn't that it
1: wasn't that so much so but we had this the school tv show called diablo heat and that was like i was the field reporter and awesome and so that's um, great
0: were you writing stuff i was right yeah we
1: we wrote like little sketches and did like uh uh, I, I had to do a story we had construction on the school and I would try to like make it funny and so you cool. like, had to come up with my own ideas like I still talk to my cameraman like he's yeah. one of my best friends I to this that. day we're actually gonna get uh, a Wu-Tang tattoo cool because we both are 36 and Wu-Tang's 36 chambers so we're yeah. now we, like if we ever get it's to it's time we made it we made like this weird pact as a kid uh, shout out to Brad Harris, but we made a pact as a kid, like, you know, like, if we make it to 36, we gotta get a Wu-Tang for 36 chambers. We went and saw, and then, yeah, oh my gosh, okay, this is per- this is actually a smooth transition. Go for it. So, through Brad it was where the geekdom even uh, got, I got into it more. Yeah,
0: he's the cameraman. Yeah, he, okay.
1: yeah, and he's, uh, I love this guy to death, and... um this is when X-Men came out in 2000 the first, you know, you know, Hugh Jackman when he was just kind of Yeah. Remember remember yeah. Slim? I do. Remember Slim Hugh Jackman? I do. I'm I'm 30 I'm almost 32. Yeah. So like
0: you know, you were like in high school when I was in middle yeah. school, but it's definitely the same also, I was in Arizona, so culture took like a little extra time. No, that's to get fine. There. It's fine.
1: So, but just like remember slim, yeah. athletic, like sure. remember swimmers build uh-huh. Hugh Jackman. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: swimmers build Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that's and we went and saw that he had uh, he had like a lot of hair, so he styled his hair like Wolverine and yeah. everything, and and we went and saw it and geeked out like we we skipped class and went to go see it, and that was like. And so I got into that. and it was, Maybe it was this a, is
0: like a kind of a stupid question, but like what what no felt uh, geeked out about that? Like what kinds of stuff were you guys like digging into? That because felt we grew like, up
1: on like 92 animated series X-Men. I and, see. And and yeah. So, like, so it was like to see like what they're making the an X-Men movie. and life. like, this is 2000. So, so all we had prior to that was a, uh, a horrible super mario brothers movie uh a horrible street fighter movie a mediocre yeah. mortal Kombat movie um let's so see. you're
0: seeing the stuff that you privately love double like, dragon into... terrible
1: movie yeah. <laughs> uh like teenage mutant ninja turtles ninja ninja yeah. rap yeah. like it's just like there weren't that many good you yeah. know
0: so the stuff you were passionate about was starting to like move into pop yeah. culture that, yeah so, that's like, exciting and
1: so like that was a really cool time and so uh and uh and and hip hop was like at, like cuz Eminem and yeah. and Jay-Z and DMX like this yeah. is like a this was like a huge time 98 like 98 yeah. 2000 Cash Money Records taking over for the 99 and the 2000 it was, yeah. it was a fun time yeah. i had a great uh, like high school was dope yeah. high school was dope <laughs> like lip, like limp biscuit was a thing and like yeah. you could like listen to it and do it all for the nookie and every and like we would mosh at our school dance like idiots but it was just like yeah
0: all the stuff that you really liked was kind of yeah like the, the pop culture because
1: all the all the genres that i grew up with like be, mm. t- it wasn't it was like uh uh i loved you know i, I love hip-hop i love uh rock and so it was all kind of merging everyone yeah. was just kind of like you know um interesting yeah
0: were you still drawing
1: yeah i was i would i would <laughs> i still have uh I, w- I would i would draw comics but it was just more like I would just draw my own superheroes. I wasn't doing the comics. I was away from James at this yeah, point because he's true. back. So I wasn't yeah. really, uh, but I was still writing aggressively. So performing
0: aggressively. was like, okay.
1: No, I had, a rap, I had a rap group back in. We we, we pressed our own CDs.
0: Amazing. Permanent
1: marker. Uh, we had a rap group. Uh, so
0: I think, you were still doing, you were creating all kinds of stuff. Yeah,
1: I sold my own yeah. c- CDs through, through high school. and cool. we, we had a rap group and one of the members now. He's uh, he's he's still in L. A. He's got platinum plaques on yeah. the wall and everything. He's he's I'm really proud of him. He just That's had a baby. Amazing. Shout out to Josh. All right. Shout
0: out to Josh, <laughs> Josh and Brad and James. Yeah, those are your those are the people. Yeah, those are the well, big t- ones. I had a, I had another
1: Brad too. Like uh, Brad had a twin brother, Derek. So there's two Brad's. Um, there's Brad, cameraman. There's Brad and Derek that I ran track and field with. Okay, cool. And like.
0: All your creative—that's so important. Yeah, they just having people like kind of there with you, like, Mm -hmm. like I said before, like kind of pushing you, encouraging you, experimenting together. Like, what if we try this? Um, Okay, I think I have like two questions about like that time period. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you reflect on like what that all that stuff like meant to like your identity?
1: Oh, it was, and it's partially because I I grew up with all these different families. Mm -hmm. Like my my dad worked. He worked. uh, He was he he. we were living in Orange County, but he still worked in the city, so he he would commute to Los yeah, Angeles. Wow. And I and my mother at this time she moved out to um to uh like Lake Elsinore, Temecula area. And I'm not I'm not sure that's like wine country. Um,
0: oh, yeah, I have like a, I I when I was little I we lived in San Diego for like yeah yeah I, I don't remember it, no, but I, because my parents lived there for a while like. I kind of I'm a like, little bit north of it, keep like vaguely aware of
1: a little bit more north of Escondido. You just keep yeah. going north. No, it's fine. um, and uh, so I was living um I would go back and forth like every other weekend, I'd go visit my mom out and out in like wine country. But, mm-hmm. and there was the families that I, so there was like Your a Samoan, uh, mm-hmm. Mexican family, a Hawaiian family uh, that lived in, in that little cul-de-sac and we would go dirt biking a lot. Mm-hmm. And they had the quads like, cause it was all brand new housing developments, nothing but yeah. dirt everywhere. And so, but then when I lived in Orange County with, uh, with my father, primarily, um, Josh's family who I mentioned earlier, uh Brad, both Brad's families, uh, I would spend a lot of time with them because sometimes my dad's commute right. coming back you from Los a Angeles, place to yeah. Be. So I needed yeah. like, and their parents were so were like, yeah, yeah, you know. And so they were. So I grew up like it's not to say you know like my dad wasn't around. My parents were very yeah. much involved, but you know, it takes it it, it, it takes a village to raise a to say, raise it's a almost,
0: kid. It's better like if your parents are the only influences you have, yeah. like they are so limited. Um, I think it's it's. It's ideal yeah. to ha- to have influence from all different kinds of oh, yeah. adults. I
1: still I still talk to um, and kids. Um, Brad and Brad and Josh's parents. I still talk yeah. to them all the time. Like I call them, I call them mom and dad. Like it yeah.
0: just they're close. You, yeah.
1: So I, like You're I have like a, a good relationship. Like so that. I was raised like I mean yeah, I was raised by my parents, but I was I was also like I yeah. And they and they even know my parents even know they don't they you know they 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 love. They credit those families yeah. to, you know, for being there at yeah. times where, you know, dad was stuck in yeah. L.A. traffic.
0: Did that like, I mean, I know that these things are hard to like, they're hard to do retrospect on. But yeah. like, as as well as you can, d- did that feel like, you know, um, as you're like, you know, the the J, or did you go by Jason back then? No,
1: I didn't go to, I didn't go t- till by, G- some people call me J or J.D. Um, sometimes, but um my middle name's Derek, and so. Okay. And so, uh,
0: <laughs> but the the J that you were at Brad's house and the J that you were at Josh's house, like it's all you. Yeah. But like different sort of. Did did that like.
1: I was just me. Like it was the same. It it, it taught me that I like just being around those families and getting that love and the support, mm, yeah. and then and still having it in my own. No matter where I went, no matter which house I was, I was always kind of bouncing around. Yeah. But I and. I had, I had, yeah. I was big into music. I had my comics and like, and I I knew I had love. I, I yeah. really did. You know, like I, 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 I honestly was very fortunate and very blessed, you know?
0: So when you were doing like all this creative stuff back then, did that feel to you? Like, did did you kind of get this feeling like I'm a creative, I'm going to be doing creative stuff or did you just feel like? I'm a kid who does sports and this other stuff like how how I'm, important did, did the creative stuff
1: feel? The creative stuff for me was was it was such an it was such a major outlet because yeah like yeah I did have a lot of support but there was a lot of stuff that I was processing moving around being in a different culture mm-hmm. still uh, still experiencing racism at a, at a young age yeah. and uh, and uh, uh not really understanding what it was and then yeah. you know and um you know relationships you know like young love you know and and so like it was such a major outlet for me because there yeah i went i uh when i was when i would write a song i and like i knew the verse was like oh this verse is dope and i would produce the music i was like and so like and, and i and i was i'd make all these beats and stuff and so like and i knew uh like i just i just sports and, and creativity was like a big thing yeah. and but my you know my my parents were like my dad always wanted to push me towards entertainment my mom yeah. wanted to kind of push me towards science which is okay yeah and so like just in just in case yeah. something it, to fall back sure. on and can't you know i i think I, I, I think i split the two perfectly Yeah. like um i'm i'm still i'm still in the military my focus is uh satellite communications and cybersecurity so like
0: science yeah. sciencey, science-y. science-y yeah. nerd stuff yeah. covered and yeah.
1: you know been doing comedy for yeah. about eight years yeah eight years now cool and uh still still creating music uh quietly yeah. you know yeah. like, and so uh
0: so back then mm. when you were doing like the 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 the, the arts stuff mm-hmm. did, i'm not I'm like kind of belaboring it but like did it feel like something you do or did it feel like who you are
1: oh it felt 100 percent like who i was yeah like uh, it was just like oh that's you know that's jason he does music yeah him and his friends do music too. what
0: did that like mean to you to be like i'm i'm the guy that i'm a guy that does music i
1: i, I thought it was awesome because yeah. i mean like it was you, there was a couple there was a couple kids uh kids but uh, yeah, know, yeah.
0: yeah kids yeah
1: they had bands going on and yeah. you know oh like orange county had a great music scene yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like keep in mind this is like you know um uh, you know at the time like no doubt was like popping and then mm-hmm. like sublime and, and you yeah. know like even thrice and all that stuff that was starting to that was always starting to like uh come up and then um uh aloe black uh who sings uh wake me up when it's oh over. Yeah, like, yeah yeah, like, yeah. like he he went to a rival high school oh. and so like oh. he was in a group uh yeah. back in the day like he had a rap group he used to rap and uh he he was so talented and so like and we would we would do these we it was so it was so it was a creative thing cuz like people just knew like yo yeah. um i like i liked I, I ran track i was I was pretty fast and so like i liked to be fast and and uh we, you know our our team was good that year yeah and but also people knew me for being on the mic and so yeah. like and 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 i would do jokes i wasn't necessarily comedy but we yeah. just always clown on each other we would freestyle yeah. battle and we would we would do these lunch ciphers on top of like Senior Hill. Yeah, and uh, there would be like, all right, I'd be like World Cipher going down, and like uh, World Ciphers meant, was like all grades are welcome. Yeah, uh, people from other high schools would show. People that weren't even in high school that what? got that That's got crazy. expelled would show up. <laughs> Gosh. that got expelled would show up to the, to the quote world cypher all grades were open and wow. like, campus supervisors were like what is this and i'm like yeah, yeah like <laughs> we're
0: you're a, you were like event event planning
1: <laughs> that's what my dad yeah. used to do it you know right. what i mean so like yeah. and, and it was just like we built we tried to build up our own scene and we did like we did like three or four albums together and so
0: wow that's amazing yeah i mean that's huge like it sounds like a lot there were a lot of young people doing creative stuff yeah. but. Um, So, you know, maybe it was like less unusual where you were, but like, I mean, that stuff in terms of like moving into like the rest of the world, that experience is, I think, very rare during that age.
1: Well, I felt like, I guess, because I'm always bouncing around, like as we, as we I'm now a resident of Massachusetts, you know, I I moved out. (laughs) We caught you
0: just in time. Yeah, well,
1: like, uh, I moved out of, of Utah after living here for 15 years and um, I've inserted myself into Boston's comedy scene, and and it's it's been, I but I think that's what maybe I don't know, as, as we're sitting here talking about. It, I think that's kind of what I've been trying to do is like sit and observe because I know I'm gonna yeah. eventually move, right? And how do to, to the one thing that I notice when is when is when entertainment is a career that will always survive. Yeah, you like
0: yeah, totally.
1: Post you know you need post post apocalyptic world. Yeah
0: you got to have entertainment there's
1: still going to be there's yeah. still going to be
0: it, don't they say it was like one of the only industries that grew in the great depression
1: mm-hmm.
0: um that in like cosmetics yeah. or something like that yeah but i mean there's <laughs> certain there's certain
1: there's certain lines of work that will yeah. always be around and like and so i don't know I just when bouncing now that i think about it cuz i even bounced around more in between yeah. You know, being in the military, like you move around a yeah. lot, uh, move stations, well, and so. Let's
0: talk next about like can you can you give me like some bullet points through like you know your your twenties and kind of just talk me through like <sighs> how you how you got into like your various professions.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: So t- you you did you. Entertainment as a profession was second. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't even after that. I was. I was still very like early twenties. I was. I, I joined the military right. Around, right, right after, when I was after high
0: school, kind of. Oh,
1: yeah. I went to. I went. To, I had a had a small scholarship. Lost it. Got hurt. And so mm. then like For track and field. Track and field. And yep. so okay. um I I joined the military and um and just kind of went forward from there. Okay, <clears throat>
0: so you joined the military and you were doing. Were you specializing in like tech stuff then? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were you were doing tech for the military, um, and then yeah, how how did? And then that's been like more or less like that's that.
1: Yeah, it was that's that, but but like songwriting. And, yeah, that's uh, the
0: thing. Like what, I would yeah, what was I would going still write that?
1: songs because I like I like I joined. I I remember like there was like a goodbye song that I made. You know, yeah. like I was like
0: you mean before, when you were heading. Out? When you were heading to yeah. the military? Yeah. Like yeah. it was
1: like uh, I, I made a song and uh, called Lights Out. It was like lights out. No more turning these mics out. I'm going in the way. Have huh. my ass on this plane. Excuse me. But, no, uh, you can say ass. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. Uh I was like lights out. No more turning these mics out. I'm going in the way. Have my ass on this plane. I know I'm going to see you again. So don't. So don't cry. I'm going to see you. It was something yeah. like that. It You're was like kind something of saying like saying
0: goodbye to like your entertainment yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: because like I knew like I I didn't you know I'm joining. I don't know what's right, going on. Right, but I, yeah. I I just knew I had to have my ass on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> and so right. like to, to to ship off. But Did as I-, I got to my next station, I would always write That's songs. I was I was writing songs like crazy because I was away from all those stresses.
0: So you never, you never, you know, when I talk to people who, I I like to ask about this tipping point, like, right as you're kind of finishing high school or, you know, just turning 18, 19, you know, I think a lot of people who did a lot of creative stuff in high school, like they stop being creative. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you never felt Mm -mm. like that was going to end. It never stopped. You knew. So can you tell me the story of how you started turning all of these hobbies into like paid work or like uh, professional work.
1: Um, I know. I, Like, I, 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 first of all, thank you for your patience. Yeah, okay, because yeah. like you're asking, you're asking like pretty much like, will you just tell me how you got this no, 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 stuff? No. Doing...
0: Like I said, you're normal. It's just I know, everybody. but it, but there's just so
1: much. Like now, as I'm recounting, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much that happened.
0: Right. Well, that I think it's perfect. Like again. People look at someone like you who's now like a you know you're you're making it as a comedian like it's pay, it pays a lot of your bills you know you're 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 still doing work for the military but like mm. you're a successful comedian I, you know you're you're doing it.
1: Um, um, can I ta- can you can I quote that about yeah. you and can can you repeat that to my parents? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no d- we'll do
0: it. I feel the same way with mine like I've been paying all my bills with music for like 10 years. That means something. Yeah. Um but uh but I think it's easy for someone to look at you now and think that there's this straight line, and there there no, never is. So that's not. why, like I'm, I want to tell those stories. You know, I I think a lot about like what this project is for me, like what I'm after, and yeah, like yeah. I don't know that I have one thing. You know, part of it for me is like I like talking to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it gives me like. It helps me learn. Um, but then I also think like I'd like to see people in our world be more creative generally. Mm-hmm. And so I like talking to people who've made creativity like a conscious part of their daily right. lives and get the backstory of that. Like maybe we can kind of figure out like, where is it coming from? How do we maintain it?
1: Yeah. Um, I, so I, f-
0: I don't know what the answer is, but I'm curious. About I
1: mean, it. so around this time, like my 20s was a lot of there was a lot going on, like you know i i i i had gotten married i and then it, the we were young and i i was not ready for marriage and i don't you know and shout out to my ex-wife she i think she's you know a great person and a great mother uh we didn't have we just weren't we were young yeah. and we didn't know what we we weren't ready you can't be we weren't young, ready I but think. we but we ended yeah. up having a child together yeah. and like and so being a father now like that was a transition divorce was a train I remember like spending Thanksgiving in a very empty house not just empty because there's not no people in it but no furniture like yeah and so and I remember I was going through some really bad times like yeah. I, I'll be honest with you I like it was it was like a it was like a shift it felt like oh this is what divorce is. Now this is what my parents were going through. Yeah, this is totally. Now my son has to go through and what I went through. And you're reconnecting
0: all that stuff. Yeah, so now, heavy. and I'm like,
1: and I was like, so now I'm like, oh my God, family problems. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh no. <laughs> and, and so this is bad, this is bad. <laughs> and so I remember, I remember um, what, I, I was feeling so much pain. I I was still I still was working on music um even while I was married and um but now I, the the music was not there. I was mm-hmm. making them that was that was and this is I think that's where I kind of that's where the uh the songs I would release songs all the time but then they cuz I even my um my first year in the military living in utah i produced an album by myself it never came out like i i just it's still quietly there i still listen it it was uh i just sold my car number six uh disc in the cd changer it's still (laughs) there i still have it i just never put it out but um i was still putting out music but that i remember from the divorce i would make the because i always did i did the music and i did the lyrics yeah at that point i could only do music
0: Mm -hmm. And I couldn't
1: write and that because and I I think that's where my voice, there Mm -hmm. was a shift there Mm -hmm. because I wasn't able to talk and I wasn't able to, you know, spit bars anymore. I wasn't. I I felt that there was I don't know what I would say. Yeah, I was too scared to say anything. So I was like, I'll just focus on the production side. Yeah. And that's when I became quieter. So I was like, why can't I say anything? Yeah. And then, so I'm like sitting there. I remember being just That's miserable. Huge. I have my laptop and I'm sitting there making this beat. And I'm sitting there in this empty house. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, I'm hungry. I'm broke I'm divorced. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, but... McDonald's got that dollar menu. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> let's go see what's up. And uh I went to I went to McDonald's, got the dollar menu and they had the red box there. Yeah. You know, the yeah. red, red box was popping at the time. Yeah. And uh, It's
0: like not hardly a thing anymore. Yeah,
1: it's crazy, right? It changes crazy so fast, yeah. And uh uh step brothers and forgetting mm. Sarah Marshall were came out. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I got six cheeseburgers." Yeah. And a big Diet Coke. I ain't got nothing to do tonight. Yeah. I watched those two movies back to back and I started laughing. Yeah. I started laughing. It's, oh, and wow. Forgetting Sarah Marshall's is a, is, a, is a great movie that is about losing a partner. Mm. And that, I haven't seen it since. Yeah. But after, at that point, I still suffer from depression. But I knew I was like, I don't want to be depressed anymore. Yeah. I, I need to laugh. Yeah, and so that's when I started like going, a
0: solution. Yeah, and
1: that's when I started going to therapy. I started writing my thoughts down, and so then like I would go to therapy, and. My therapist at the time, a very patient person, was <laughs> I would he would write stuff down and I would write stuff down. Yeah, and then and I would start laughing. Yeah. as I would write it down. Yeah, and he's like, I think this is counterproductive, and I was like, that's how I knew I had something funny. Yeah, and so yeah. and then eventually, uh, friends that I had at the time and uh, still friends with this, to this day, they they sent me um, got some free tickets to see Kevin Hart. Mm. Uh, like I'm fast forwarding a, a little bit. Yeah. But um I, I had moved into another place and, and like I'm starting to find this voice now. Yeah. And wow. I was I saw I saw Kevin Hart tickets for free. And so I went, was that a Brav? No, This is right he was he was a star yeah. already. Yeah. But not the mega star yeah. that we know him as Kevin today. Hart is
0: so cool. Yeah.
1: And so it was at the laugh laugh at my pain. This was, I think this was like his third special. Mm. And so I went and saw it. I laughed. I felt and I had just recently lost a friend a month prior uh, that was uh, uh, murdered, and so like I was, I was yeah. t- really trying to process it. And so yeah. after that, I was like, okay,
0: this is. I thing. think this is the thing yeah. I do.
1: Like, there's already there's. I grew up around like one of my cousins is a famous comedian, and so like yeah. I was just like, boom, let's let's, let's do you this. You had
0: tested like all these pieces of mm-hmm. it. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like even even the even the drawing the comics like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's it's interesting. You'd been like all around it.
1: Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd it'd been all around it all the time. But all it took was for me to. I felt like when I that night sitting in that yeah in that empty house with six cheeseburgers yeah. and two red box movies like so, and then I was like something. And I went and started doing open mic, and I started hitting the mics, and, and like I started feeling better. I started talking my, mm. I started talking about my divorce, uh, and like started talking about being a father, and just started feeling a little bit better. Yeah. And I was broke. Yeah. Oh God, I was broke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like I was just like, oh man. And I remember like I remember sleeping on on a on a mattress that I had no bed frame, no box spring, just a mattress on the floor, like most. Tw- guys in their 20s yeah but i would just sit there and i would steal the other the neighbor's wi-fi
0: yeah
1: uh and uh he didn't know <laughs> and i would just eat ramen and yeah. like i was and like and i would just i would watch uh old transformers like from the 1980s on youtube yeah and i would that was like my jam and i was and then like i but i started I, I was dirt poor but i started yeah. feeling
0: yeah somehow yeah. better feeling better yeah. i
1: knew that like i knew that i wasn't like, I knew that I was I wasn't broken, but I, but I definitely was putting together back the pieces. I'm yeah. still to this day I'm still putting them back together.
0: You know, that's something that I I've been thinking a lot about lately. This, like, you know, when people talk about like healing or like whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
0: think that this whole idea of like fixing, uh, like healing, is kind of bullshit. Like, thank you. You <laughs> it, it just it's just it. You're we're broken. We're, we're in kind oh, yeah. of like a broken state. Yeah, and I think like. You know, like I said, the the my ideas about like what this project is for yeah, me, yeah. like they change kind of month by month. I'm like, maybe it's this, well, like of course. maybe it's this.
1: I took two months off my part. I haven't had a chance. Yeah. I'm just not in the right mind frame.
0: Uh, I feel like my brain, I mean, this is, I think I was thinking about it before you got here. I think this is my 46th interview. Mm-hmm. Um, It's been almost a year and I've, I've released an episode every week.
1: It's hard um, to do. And yeah. I, I, I respect your commitment. Thank like you. really do. Like I know what it goes to do it Thank and you. like.
0: But my my mind yeah. keeps shifting around because I also am like, you know, I like sometimes I think it's just like the age. Like mm-hmm. being in your late 20s, early 30s, it's just like there's a thing. There's so much going on. Yeah. I, I don't know. And then my mom died last year and like, and there's just yeah. stuff like, I don't know. But uh, but I, I do think some of it is like, again, like I was saying before with this idea of like creativity mm-hmm. and like how I I feel like I have this sense that creativity is more important than just like. What we're making yeah. has to do with what, how we think, yeah. how we're seeing each other, yeah. how we're thinking about problems. Um, and I feel like, you know, that that thing that you're talking about of like, I'm still broken, but I'm kind of just like, mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Yeah. And like, if you're acknowledging that and acknowledging like we all are, then it's always kind of just this like figuring, like creative kind of just figuring, Yeah, um, figuring stuff out, it, but never with never like an end point. Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's it's not like you you 100 like we're all broken. Yeah, like um a person that I I I I really admire and uh, we had a falling out and, you know, my fault and like uh but he told me. He's like and I pardon me for language, but he says everybody's got their shit. Yeah. And I
0: mean
1: which is which is I'm sure anybody said that. That's like a baseline yeah, statement. It's
0: just true. Yeah. But it's just
1: like everyone's got their shit and he's just like you got to deal with it, yeah. and it's just like I have mine, and I'm still working through it. I'm yeah. far from perfect, and
0: it will change. You know, like it's going to be new stuff.
1: Yeah, like, I, like I just wish I could go back. Like, if I could go, like, I never had an answer for that question. Somebody asked me, like, well, if you could go back and tell, what would you tell your younger self? And it took me 36 years to figure it out. Yeah, but I know exactly. I was like, dude, know what the hell you're going through. Yeah. So you don't have to put anyone else through it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's that. Great for advice. me,
1: like that is exact. Like nothing else. And, uh, yeah. And don't slow dance to Bone Thugs and Harmony in seventh <laughs> grade with Alyssa. All right, that was a, a bad idea. Like <laughs> the, Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. I I still like uh They played Crossroads at the end of our <laughs> of, uh, of our seventh grade dance, and I got to dance with the girl that I really had the crush on, and yes. I was like. I was so mad at the DJ. Yeah, I was because I love that song, but it's like we didn't. I was like, "This is the last song you give us. Yeah. You give us this, <laughs> a song about death, a song about oh I miss no. my uncle Charles, y'all." It like, like
0: it, like solidified this memory in this terrible it's way.
1: So, like, because I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you, like, I still think about. That slow dance. It was just this awkward. Oh, we're slow no. dancing to a song about like this should have been this beautiful
0: loss. thing, and then it just wasn't.
1: You could have <laughs> gave your boy boys to man. You could have yeah. L O cool Prince. Prince. <laughs> oh goodness, that's so funny. I I I still like. I have no idea where that woman is in this day in life. If someone knows, I'm not gonna give her full name, but Alyssa seventh let's grade. Find
0: Alyssa and let's let's put Prince on instead.
1: No, nah, nah, it's all good. I'm 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 newly engaged. Oh. And I'm very happy. <laughs> but it's just <laughs> Never like, mind. man. But I still like yeah. think back, but but yeah, like I, on a serious note, like you I just now I'm now the person that I'm I'm is like I'm really trying to be uh I don't want to be anyone's burden yeah. because they're like, as an artist, we are, we're always dependent on something yeah. no matter like yeah. some people are, some people are financially blessed, but even so you always are, you're always networking. You're always yeah. like, you always feel like you're doing everything and nothing Yeah. and you're working oh, with all these people so real, hoping that like they'll give you a break and, and you feel like this burden because you're sleeping on someone's couch or air mattress. We're yeah. or, <laughs>
0: or just like hoping that someone will like see what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. like see what all the work that you've been doing, all the thought you've been putting in, mm-hmm. you know that thought that that those types of thoughts that you started having in the mission Viejo school, mm-hmm. you know, like uh just having like an appreciation for like those years um let's like let's talk about like some more kind of abstract stuff um, yeah, it's my favorite uh, let's start with what are what are kind of your like beliefs about like where creativity comes from like you know I don't know <sighs> the first why word it's that- important.
1: You know like if you had to the easy answer well the, there's a long answer to that, but like the easy answer, the first word that jumped out of me, and that's i hate I hate saying it, but was is pain
0: mm-hmm. is
1: like and and so there, I mean, there's, I my, definitely, there's my therapy moment I, I
0: definitely feel the same way actually I went to therapy right before you got here hey, girl, I got go. home like right before I hey. got home from therapy right before you got here, um so you know. I I'm, I'm in the same place as you with I that. Get it, I get it. Yeah. But I think so too for me, but like, you know, I'll tell you, I've interviewed now 46 artists. A lot of people tell me their creativity comes out of support.
1: So mm. it's bizarre. It surprises
0: yeah. me every time someone, t- I mean, not anymore, but when I first started doing this and people would tell me like, I, my creativity came out of feeling so safe as a child. Huh. And I'm just like, hmm, interesting.
1: Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I can't like I can't even fathom that. Like I, I really was like, huh?
0: I'm the same way. Well, I mean, I feel like my creativity definitely I was trying to solve a problem. I was trying to solve mm-hmm. my pain. I was trying to solve yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out a way to like make things better or escape or you know, something. Um what do you what do you think though like maybe as adults? Uh what what do you, do you have thoughts about like the role that creativity like can or should play in like
1: healing our adult world oh, sure, whatever Well, i mean like healing creativity too. i think i'm t te- i'm i'm very my son is 12 and i i try to um i try to talk to him and and uh he's you know like most kids and especially nowadays they're very much video game oriented yeah and so and i don't i like video games but i they don't teach me much yeah. as far as like they do about i get they do and they don't. Yeah. But it but it's like I don't feel like it's mine. I I I like, I like things that are very you know th- that you can express yourself. Mm. And yeah. um mo- the majority of video games you can't really express your like you could express yeah. yourself through an avatar, but I'd rather yeah. express myself through myself. And, and so um, I think creativity... So like I, I'm trying to teach him like to just be more creative because I feel like it'll help him later in life. He's yeah. deal he's dealing with a lot of the same things I had to go through. Yeah. And so I don't want those symptoms to
0: Yeah. And you to, know you needed that creativity to like stop being a burden.
1: Yeah. And stuff. To stop yeah. being a burden and to manage my my own yeah. my own problems. And yeah. so now I'm I'm at this point where like I I you know, part of the reason why uh I moved to Massachusetts was for a larger opportunity in in a larger comedy scene. Yeah. this the scene here has been fantastic to me, and it's 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 a part of who I am. Yeah. I, I when I go up on stage in Boston and in the New England area, they say all the way from Salt Lake City, Utah, not from Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is a, but People also are probably like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Why? yeah. Like a, there's a it's it's it, but it's just it's it's so it's a big part of who I am. But like that creative spurt. I I do my best to stay out of a cubicle. Like I do my best. Like you want to see me nervous? Put me in a cubicle.
0: Yeah. Same. I get like, what am I? Yeah.
1: And no disrespect to anybody that's working. in It's it's just just like, it's just not for me.
0: Well, I think that's part of my question. Like this creative, whatever it is that, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you and I, like if, if we were, if I was just having this conversation with you and you're like, creativity comes from pain, I'd be like, yeah, it does. Mm. That's the only place it comes from. And then it might be easy. It's not the only place.
1: Yeah, but, but, but I get but I are But you're it might
0: be easy for me to think like, it might be easy for just us talking to think like. Well, people who had, you know, this type of pain and solved it in this way, like become creatives or become adults who are creative, but like, obviously that's not so like, do you think that there are just like some people who are creative?
1: Yeah, I, I think, but I think everybody is though, the I thing think so is, too. but you know, uh, what, what? Dave, Dave Chappelle, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you know, like, uh, well, and even Pat Oswald, uh, two of my favorite comedians, both, um, you know, tragedy, uh, plus time equals comedy, you know, like that's what Pat, Pat, but, but that creativity, it takes time to develop that set. And the thing I do like about creativity is it's you, it's like, it's one of the best methods of self care. It's really self care. Yeah. It's, It's because we have a million things that can get pulled. I'm, I am signed up to nine streaming services. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Th- these these <laughs> these companies, they they give us streaming services like they're drugs, and I'm I'm just like I don't even. Yeah, you know, like I I had a panic attack trying to pick a show to watch, and it got to the point where I said, you know what. I'm going outside. Yeah. I'm going to create Let's something. It, ignore this whole thing. And so it was thing. my yeah. time for me. So right. it's like, so creativity, I think, is, is, is so healthy for healing. It's so healthy for, for us as adults because it's the one thing that we can do where we don't have to log in. Where right. We don't have it's to, just your brain. It's your brain. Yeah. And so, and, and some people, some people, not everybody, but some people are too afraid to spend some damn time with themselves their brain what goes on and like that's the hard part is like yeah because when you when you sit when you're inside your head some corners you can go down memory memory Mm -hmm. lane oh yeah you can and next thing you know you're thinking about family problems (laughs) or you might be trying to google uh, you know
0: i see this as a teacher a lot like i'll have students i frequently teach so i teach a lot of teenagers and then i teach a lot of adults Mm -hmm. who like for the first time in their life have disposable income so they can take singing lessons yeah yeah and i will have adults usually women but sometimes men too who like i can see that block like i can see it oh yeah and they're they they want to like be expressive singers but like they're too scared to like look at whatever that thing is yeah yeah i think well it's so a, right. it's a,
1: it's because a, it's a it's a choice a lot of people i'm wearing sweatpants as you see me it's 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 my that's my like that's like my casual just like yep this, this is, is me this is
0: who i am today. I, you know yeah. like
1: i like i own more sweatpants than it's not to say that i'm lazy yeah because it's like trust me but writing, your
0: work's going on in your brain yeah. <laughs> yeah and
1: so but it's just like but some people won't commit to 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 sure. creativity like yeah. to, you have to yeah you, you have to really commit to creativity but it takes time and, yeah. and, and it in this day practice. and age yeah
0: like when people will say to me like i'm not good at creativity i'm like well have you been doing it
1: yeah did it, you try it? It takes time. <laughs> got to work it on takes, it. It takes. It's it's almost it's like a muscle. It's it's creativity is, is like the hardest work and laziness you'll ever see. Oh, like it,
0: that's so true. It's such a weird combination of like obsessive hard work and like daydreaming. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it feels it, that it, way to it, me and too.
1: And so and 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 people just don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I I got laid off. I had a great uh, I had a great position because um, I'm a reservist, so I was at a, at a nine to five. I had a regular yeah. job. I got laid off. This was right around the time I'd been doing comedy for maybe like six months. Mm, and it's bad timing. No, it good was timing. Best. I oh. got laid off, and I was like, "All right, oh. this is this is yeah. oh, this that's is you. Un- thank you, universe. Yeah, this yeah. is. I'm going to go be poor now and write jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's great. And like, I would start, and then I got into acting, or got back in acting. I did theater back in high school, and and uh, and as a kid. And so we skipped over that, but <laughs> yeah. but
0: you, I mean, you kind of said like mm. you were doing i mean, I think, yeah, that was
1: artsy, yeah, and so
0: do do you feel like this is like a really particular question, but mm-hmm. do you feel like you've used you've like employed creative thinking, like living in Utah, like dealing with kind of like the culture here, yeah,
1: um, you have to, yeah, yeah it, it's made it's it's definitely stylized my comedy mm. because. Yeah. Pete, now you put me in a more diverse city. Yeah. The comedy is going to be a little bit different. So yeah. like cuz I don't I'll I'll never forget I had to do a show, and, uh, well, I almost say had to. I was I yeah. was I had the opportunity to do a yeah. show. This was maybe like 5 years ago and I did it in DC and mm-hmm. it was my first time doing comedy on the East Coast and yeah. uh uh they told me to do a 10-minute set. I was done in seven minutes, and I still had three minutes <laughs> yeah. left in my set, but I was doing my regular 10 minutes that I would do in Utah, oh. and I realized I didn't have to explain as much in, in oh. D.C. There was like all the, and so like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, interesting. And it's,
1: not, and it's nobody's fault. Like, yeah. I, that, it's not, that's, not a, that's not me throwing shade at Utah. No, it's well, just like, there's certain, yeah. you know, people, people get stuff late, yeah. you know? Like, oh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I- just start,
1: I just started watching How I Met Your Mother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, I started Game of Thrones last week. Oh, I mean, whew, wow. So okay. we're,
0: we're, we're both, I mean, that might've been a one-up that I just did. Yeah. No, like, I mean, <laughs>
1: oh, man, um, well,
0: yeah, well, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just curious about it. Like, you know, I grew up, I grew up, um, my family's Mormon. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Mesa, Arizona, which is. Yeah. I've been Freaky there. Mormon. Yeah. It's very Mormon yeah, there. there. And then I went to college when I moved out of high school. I moved to this really, really artsy tiny town in Texas that was super liberal. What town? Denton.
1: okay yeah I know yeah, exactly where yeah and yeah. it's
0: like little Austin yeah, yeah. right like mm-hmm. it's super I mean yeah. it's super artsy I majored in jazz studies Whoa. so I okay, have a yeah, bachelor's awesome. and master's degree in jazz studies okay,
1: girl, uh, Wolf fast <laughs> domino okay
0: girl. <laughs> and <laughs> so suddenly I'm like in a totally different culture yeah I'm the only like you know Mormon kid I'm really like one of the only like religious kids yeah um and I felt so comfortable there. I felt like yeah, yeah. more at home than I'd ever been. Right. Um. Like, I mean, I grew up in a place where I should have fit in really well mm-hmm. and I, I didn't. Right. And then uh, when I moved here, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't get what I expected. Right. You know, like I think I felt like Utah will feel just as comfortable as Texas. Like if I was such a weird outsider there, but felt so comfortable, right. I'll probably feel comfortable here. And my like, um, Faith like fell apart almost immediately when I moved here. Yeah, I think because I had been so comfortable there, and then you know, so moving to Utah for me was like probably a different thing than it is for a lot of people. But like I had a, I've I've had a very difficult time like dealing dealing with like the culture here. I get it.
1: No, you're preaching to the choir yeah. over here. So that's why I'm like, I'm <laughs> so curious, like,
0: especially, I mean, it's a like Mormon, Mormon language is a language I know. Well, right. I was raised in it, Right, but it's, st- if st- I mean, I was only away from it for what, six years. And, it, and it, and it was hard for me. Right. Well, so...
1: I, I grew up, I grew up Christian and Catholic. So my guild is different. So, yeah. it's just, <laughs> and, and, and so, and I, I, I like, I just, I won't say I was too cool to care. It was just, it was just more like, I didn't, I didn't know everything, but I think, uh, and, and like I said, this is not, I'm, I'm not in town to throw all this shade at yeah. Utah, but just I'm being just from curious, out, but yeah. being from outside looking back and being back here, you know, like, and, and considering the circumstances I was going through, um, being in the military, you have to conform.
0: Mm.
1: Being in Utah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You don't have to conform, mm. but you should. But, yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be, it's like, it, if you could conform, that could be great. That would it be great. It could help you out yeah, a little. That, that, that'd yeah. help you out a little bit. You know what I mean? And so so yeah. I think, and so, like, now I'm a lot looser on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot. And yeah. so, but, yeah, like, it, I think that's just, like, this, this you know, the, a product of the environment the same I was putting. the thing
0: in. you were doing when yeah. you moved to Mission Viejo. Yeah,
1: it's just, like, but and I, right, but I think yeah. that's where... The pressure of like those two cultures, military and Utah culture, mm-hmm. that the the I won't say, the the uh, encouragement, not the mm-hmm. pressure, but the yeah. encouragement to conform and and kind of fall in line. Yeah. The 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 I felt like the outburst was creativity. Like yeah. it, it was just like oh, the, like I, I have to do something that is me.
0: I couldn't relate to that more.
1: yeah Yeah. you know what i mean like i have to to do something that is just me that is not property of the u.s government you know yeah
0: yeah 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 and
1: so and it's and it's like i'm not saying anything bad about the military the military has been great to me and and,
0: uh totally i just curious how it interacts with your creativity like that's i mean that's really kind of it's
1: like pressure builds uh build you know burst pipes or
0: something like that but i totally feel the same way like I, you know, when I moved here, I mm-hmm. don't, I, like I said, I don't know what I was expecting, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the thing that happened was for me also definitely like pressure, 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 not necessarily from anyone, just, it was my pressure. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then a lot more creativity, I, I think. Um, what about, so when I was talking to Marcus, uh, he was very like, comedy's not art. Art is too big of a word for comedy, it, uh,
1: see, but I it, yeah. I'd love
0: to hear I'd love to hear your comedy thoughts that, about yeah, like
1: I remember when he said that. Um,
0: I'd love to hear your thoughts about like art, what art, what that word kind of like means to you.
1: It's how you, well art is always up for interpretation. So right. it's how it's how you ter- like. Yeah. I agree and I agree and disagree with him to a point because yeah. like yeah, it's like my fiance is a ballroom dancer. She's awesome. she's uh, trained in th- musical theater. Uh, she went to Amda. She can sing like wow. so, and like she's got these great rehearsals that mm. you know. And she went on tour around the same time I went on tour, and so she uh, does a ton of work. Yeah and me i'm just like yo disney plus yeah. like sweatpants <laughs> yeah. like all, oh, like me playing with the dog i guess i'm gonna write some dick jokes today yeah. like it's just like <laughs> what so yeah like yeah. i can see how yeah i can see how he's like yeah comedy's not art what like what my lady does yeah. that's art yeah. like it, it really is. Yeah. You know, she, uh, she was uh, in the, at the, her last show was, she was in a chorus line. She played uh, Val uh, yeah. at the Egyptian and she, she killed it. You know, yeah. she killed it. And so, um, and she put in a lot of hard work yeah. and my, there's not, there's a lot of work, yeah. but it's compared to that. Yeah. yeah. That's why we're like, yeah, it's not art, but because it, it's, it's more just, yeah. it's more like, it's really just dissecting. Yeah it's it's really science it kind of mm-hmm. feels like science cuz you're really like looking at it from a scientific yeah. like what i forget the scientific method yeah. and just studying and trying and trial and error going back and yeah. like we're experimenting so it's more like that's a little bit of art that and science it seems
0: like art to me mm-hmm. like i think i mean i think comedy's art when i watch like a stand up special that's oh, yeah. like really well crafted or yeah. a movie or you know whatever um i definitely feel like it's art but i know what you mean it's yeah. like the um the way that you make it yeah. is like rough around the edges yeah. or the way that you make it is not like proper right. well, or yeah, like because, something. Yeah. But jazz is kind of the same way, yeah. which is maybe why I feel like, I mean, I was saying to Marcus too, like I feel like, I feel like Im- improv improvised comedy mm-hmm. is really similar to jazz. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, when I watch it and when I hear comedians talk about their work, it sounds like jazz musicians talking about yeah, their
1: work but it's also and but it's also like it's also like a symphony in a way because it's it's mm. so right. certain parts are written Timed meticulous in. like yeah. there's there's moments where it a comedy show will feel like this
0: yeah uh, right.
1: this symphony this magnum opus of, yeah. of uh, mag, uh yeah
0: magnum opus yeah that's the yeah. yeah
1: that's the word i was looking for and so like it feels like this very deeply construct. And then it's just like, and then we're just messing around. Right. Something happens.
0: But yeah, jazz is like that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's the same. It's like, there's these moments of like this super, like, I don't know, high, high class type mm-hmm. of magic. And then there's just like this totally like, but we're people.
1: Yeah. And there's
0: like a relationship this, between the, the performer yeah. and the audience. That's very like, you don't need to bow. Yeah. Like we're here together. Mm-hmm. It's kinda it's cool it's, i definitely but think I, it's
1: I, art. I i this i what I feel like the science and the art of it is is finding out what is is universally funny for like a, you know let's a room full of strangers. how do I get them to laugh at this particular bit yeah. and then you might know that there's like a sub genre of the people that are in the, and so I, you know, and Marcus is, is very great at doing that. He will throw in something extra for just those people. And like, and and, and I try to do it too, you know, um, uh, uh, like most uh, comedians that came out of Utah, like a lot of us came up under Marcus, like, and and so like, uh, he's a great joke writer and very technical. And I think that's why, I I think that's why he's having a lot of the success that he's having right now. And so, um, uh, kudos to him. And so like, it, 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 I do think it is an art, but I do also, Yeah, you, I, I, you have to means. approach it from from a scientific, yeah. you sure. know, cause yeah. it's a lot of trial and error Yeah, and, and you have to, it's a, it, it requires a lot of critical thinking, yeah. uh, a lot of, uh, uh, and how much do you want to, how much, how honest do you want to be with yourself?
0: Totally. You know? Well, you, that's a perfect segue to the last thing I want to talk mm-hmm. about, which is this like, art and identity stuff. So I, I, you know, I never know how to ask this question cause I feel like I, I lead people, but I mean, I don't know how to ask it cause mm. it's, it's just different for everybody. But I, I think I'm interested mostly in like, what's the breakdown between your identity and like the parts of yourself that make it into your art, how your art affects who you are and changes who you are. Uh, are there things you want to keep out of your art? Um, what does like artistic mm. honesty and authenticity mean to you?
1: Yeah. No, that, that's a, that's a great, that's a great question. I know what you're, I, I've, it's, that's a hard question to ask. And Yeah, because it's like top.
0: leading, it's leading the answer, like kind of no matter how you ask yeah, it. Yeah. Like,
1: but, but it's, it, the best way I could say it is uh, you go through phases, you know, like the comedy I was doing in 2011 and 2012 is completely different from what I'm doing now yeah. to uh, my special came out on dry bar and, Thank you for the good folks at Dry Bar Comedy for you know get me involved in that. And thank you for the people that have watched that video. Please keep watching it. <laughs> but Great, it's we'll like it. the comedy is not me anymore. Yeah. Like mm. I, I I I like I will be the first to tell you, and, and it's like I appreciate all the all the folks at Dry Bar, but I you know me personally I did not like my special. Mm. Like mm. Um, and it's not it's not it's no one's fault yeah. but my own, and mm. it was and it's I I think it's because. I was going through a lot at the yeah, time. You weren't
0: ready to I tell wasn't, those stories. I wasn't
1: ready to tell specific stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um and I was I was there was a lot that was changing. You know, this was like, you know, it was we're we're um we were <laughs> it was, it was after the election, yeah. so like there was a lot everything of
0: everything. Got a little dark.
1: Yeah, between twenty sixteen and 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 seventeen, like towards the end of twenty seventeen, like I was just angry at a yeah. lot of things, yeah. Yeah. you know. And so like my comedy was just coming from this, like, you yeah. know. And so, um, and so I had a tendency to overshare a little bit much about my personal experience, and now it's just like I don't know what I, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. Like'm I'm, I'm in a happier place, like I've kind of like backed off of just being so pissed about everything.
0: Yeah. It's hard. I yeah, I, 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 yeah. But, can, can I ask like a really specific question? Yeah. So you said you had a tendency to like overshare, mm-hmm. but then like, was there like oversharing can be like very honest, but like how did you feel like that kind of like oversharing like did it feel like at odds with a certain kind of honesty?
1: It it did. Um, it, Does that it, make sense? Like- it yeah no. If it, it when you overshare, especially when my earlier in earlier in comedy and even right now, I still have a tendency to get off subject, mm. and so and when I, I I have a tendency to play it loose on stage. It's like not everything's verbatim. Certain parts are, and so. But then there's some parts when you're up there and you start talking and then your brain is like, yeah, dude, you know, just kind of sitting there like paying attention to the words that you're saying. And then like and then your brain takes a break and then you start just saying whatever and your brain's like, oh, crap. Like, how did we get here? Yeah. Like whoa! Now like I've, you just I've you done that too. you you just you're just you're really saying some very personal stuff yeah. in front of strangers who paid money, yeah, to laugh. Not yeah, really necessarily Get stressed out with you, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so then you're like, how do I make this funny? Yeah, or not not just stressed out, but it's just like it's or. that
0: burden thing, maybe.
1: Yeah, and so now I'm just like, oh crap! Like, and so uh, it it's it's. What was the question again? Yeah,
0: like, I think I, no, I was just wondering if, like, (laughs) we're talking about, like, identity and honesty and authenticity and, like, you know, when you're oversharing, maybe it's, like, a symptom of not feeling like you can be totally honest because, like, the thing you're going through is, like, I'm just, I'm projecting, but I'm just wondering, like, what?
1: It's, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's hard to do that in a comedy yeah, uh, like you were
0: a, just wearing a mood that wasn't fit for a comedy yeah, movies for a we minute. Have yeah. We have off nights. We have off nights, and we have and off like, years when yeah. I've, I've, Donald Trump gets elected honestly, to be the president. <laughs> honestly,
1: like I, I had off years. Yeah, that like,
0: that year, I, I know it's a different thing for me. Like mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I have like white privilege. Mm-hmm. I think women in this country who are like even. I mean, I know that like there are problems with white women, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, w- women who are, who are, tr- who are maybe not trying to be those I get it. are having, but I mean, so all, all this to say, like, I mean, I, I think I, I have fewer reasons than plenty of people to be upset about Donald Trump, but that year that he was elected, my mom was also dying of brain cancer yeah, yeah. and I was angry about that as, stuff. As and you should be. That would be, was a, I wasn't. I wasn't good to be around. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I well, that year. I Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. I was got to keep being
0: on stage, <laughs> right? And
1: I wasn't having fun.
0: Yeah, doing
1: comedy, and yeah. was it was? It it's not even about yeah. like politics. It was just everything that was yeah. going on in the world because it was for the first time. Yeah, I was starting to pay attention mm-hmm. to what was mm-hmm. going on in the world, yeah. and it it angered me. It yeah. angered me bec- and then, and then, it was like the things that were happening to me while I lived here, mm. it mm-hmm. explained a lot of these things. And so yeah. now I finally had this answer to this question of like, why did this happen to me? And, like, and it, it wasn't to say I was completely just blind to, you know, like I was living on Mars, but it was just like there was a lot, I had a lot more, I had a lot of answers uh, to a lot of questions I had been asking, and it, and it caused me to be. Uh, to Cynical. Yeah, to be yeah. very cynical, and, to, and my comedy started Getting darker, and it mm. wasn't. And it for me, it just wasn't enjoyable. I was just like, I think this is funny, and I'm like, you guys just got to look at it from this perspective. And you keep in mind, this is it's Utah. Like, yeah. it's, like I said, this is not a jab at Utah. It's just like it just is. It just I mean, I just, get it's it. It's just Utah, yeah. and so there's there certain things that they may not understand. It's not their fault. Yeah, it's like at this point, you gotta you're you're hired. If it's funny, man, it's funny. And yeah. so like I. And so going on tour, I, you know, it like, it's not to say that, like, yeah, I want to be the change that I see in the world. And like, yeah, I do want to talk about the problems of the world. Yeah. But sometimes there's, I think we are so much as adults just overloaded with everything that's yeah. going on that people need a break. Now, there are those brave souls that 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 do um, wonderful political comedy
0: yeah.
1: and cultural commentary um. And do and do that work and for me I just don't have yeah. that capacity because I'm yeah. still healing myself
0: yeah that's really profound and, I think
1: and, and it's like I as trust me there like uh I do a story about the first time I moved to Massachusetts and, and or you know not the first time but the only time yeah. but my yeah. First, day, well, your first
0: yeah my I first yeah anyway first
1: day walking with my dog it's a true story and it happened with my lady and we were walking down the street and it's just and it, we we got a dose of realism right there and she saw it with her own eyes cuz she'd never really seen it mm-hmm. but and I talk about it, and I don't I hate that I had to talk about it and I was like even I started deconstructing the story and I'm not going to I wish I, I I'm going to you if you'd you yeah. like to if you would like to hear the story you should come see a show right. <laughs> but <laughs> um but like uh basically as I um as that's not just to you but to anybody listening sure, sure, but sure. it's just yeah. like I I'm one of those people that I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna approach this from a from a comedic standpoint. Yeah. Not like this is happening. You should yeah. be angry. You blah blah blah. I'm like, you know. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. It, but no, I'm gonna yeah. look at it from the outside. You, I, I try to. I'm trying to just flip the script and just like look at the world a different way because there, yeah. there's too much pain right well, now. Well,
0: that's creativity too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah. So I mean, my like you know, what I'm, what I'm wanting to talk about is kind of like this identity and art and honesty and truth. So what do you, like, I think that's maybe, I'm trying to think of what I want to ask, but like the truth of the situation, um, versus like the comedic perspective, like, do you have any thoughts about like, I don't know what any of those distances mean. Like your full authentic self versus like the self that's like got to make people laugh or like the truth of like this situation that happened with your dog and the walk versus like the comedic, like, do you right. have, do you have like thoughts or like beliefs about like those gaps, those whatever gap. they may I be? I think
1: it depends on the, on the platform, the platform yeah. and the medium and, um, and, uh, and, and the context. And, Maybe like, just like and the tone. F-
0: for you, for like yourself, yeah. Like what does gaps mean to you?
1: The gaps in between In
0: between any of the things who I am, what oh, I'm doing, okay. what, what I, my yeah. art is, how it reflects on who me. Who
1: I am on stage is is like you're getting the cliff notes. Mm. You know, yeah. this is like yeah, I'm still dealing with some stuff, but yeah. I'm going to I'm clocked in. Let's go to work and let's yeah. like you guys came here for a good time and honestly and honestly, it's a good time. Like yeah. when I do a show, like I'm having a good yeah. time now. Like my comedy's coming from such a fun place. Yeah. But you know, and so and podcasting kind of became the the way that I would get it out in a different way. Music. Yeah. So now like I'm picking up the pen again. I'm starting to write more songs. I'm starting to get back cuz cuz yeah. it's just like there's there's so much more I have to pick and choose the platform. Right. And so, like, I see what
0: you mean. And so, yeah. like,
1: that for me, that's how I get that artistic. Into- yeah. Like, cause, like, yeah, there are still problems. And if you want to hear, like, um, there is a, a dark side to the dog walk story on my right. first day in mass, but it's not for a comedy show. Sure. I, so I, I like give, yeah. the,
0: the capital T truth is like this piece and like this, you know, chunk of the pie goes in comedy and then mm-hmm. some of it is like you're talking about it in podcasts and some and of paint, it is...
1: And, and then I paint. Like yeah, I, wow. And so like I'll start painting and drawing and like...
0: So this is like a weird question maybe but mm-hmm. do you feel like any... Do you feel like all of those things are authentic or do you feel like it's the sum that's authentic or something else?
1: Um, I feel... Uh, I feel like I feel like it's both, I yeah. guess, because it's like the sum of it. The sum of those equal me. Yeah. But like each time I'm going, if I'm go, if I'm painting, I'm angry. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm just strictly focusing on music, is I'm probably thinking, I just don't know what to say and the music speaks for me.
0: Yeah. And that's then if really I'm if I'm
1: perfor- and, and when I'm writing, I'm 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 enjoying and so it's just like for me, art has become like a, a better way for me to navigate yeah my feelings.
0: I think that's so interesting. Like I I like that answer and I, I often feel the same way. Like I think a lot of people assume for artists and I even think some artists project this onto other artists, but like you solve all your stuff and then you put it in the art. Mm-hmm. And for me, like a lot of times I'm figuring stuff out. Like that's what making the art is for me. Like there's like a problem that I don't have words for. I don't know what it is yet. Or I'm, I'm, I'm on the cusp of like some personal growth. Right. Um, and the art is like, I'm kind of figuring it out. And then once it's made, then I kind of feel like now I can own this. Yeah. Yeah. Like now this is part of me. Oh
1: yeah. Like, and then you can, and then you could put it away. That's the best part. Yeah. Is where I've done, there's, there's jokes that I would talk about. I would, do it I would launch into a bit that was like about the most painful situation mm. that I was going through at the time. Mm. I don't need to do that joke anymore. Yeah. I don't need I don't need to talk about right. it. It's, it's, it's like, you got it right, out. It's done. It's yeah. funny. It's funny for them. It's funny for me. I can laugh at it um yeah there's some embarrassing things that I've had to deal with in life and you know like and there's some heartbreaking things that I've had to deal with yeah. in life but I've I've found a way to make them yeah. funny. eventually I won't have to talk about the dog walk yeah. story anymore yeah it, maybe it, it, yeah it's still pretty funny or it but will like,
0: change or like yeah. yeah it will it will be you'll have a new color on it or like a new like yeah, perspective a new, yeah a new
1: take on it but it's just yeah. like for me like my creativity comes through, like I said earlier, anal- analyzing my pain. Like I, I it yeah. felt, I felt weird saying the answer, but now, I, yeah, I take a look back on a lot of the things yeah. that hurt me, yeah, and I out of that, some of my my favorite bits, my personal, yeah. my personal favorite bits have come through that because I'm like, man, that was a horrible situation, yeah. and now you can look back at yeah. it, on it and laugh. There's
0: something like really powerful about taking something that was. It's like you give it a new purpose. Like when you can take something that's really painful and like make it into something like funny or beautiful or whatever. I know I feel that way. Like I have an album coming out in the spring and several of the songs are like kind of about my, like dealing with, you know, my relationship with my mom. Mm -hmm. And it's like ambiguous. Like I hope that for people listening, they just hear their relationship with whoever that person is in their life. But, uh, you know, my dad, I, I played one of the tracks for my dad. I may have told this story on the podcast before, whatever. Don't remember. And it, um, it was the first song from the album that I wrote, and I was real pissed. like when i when I very first started the project, the main emotion I was dealing with was like, I was angry. yeah. and um uh, my dad said, was writing this healing for you? And I felt so like weirded out by the question because, like, in order to write that song, I had to, like dig up all of it. like oh, yeah, I had to like claw through like all of my worst, like most hurtful memories. and like, wrestle with them and like put them in this piece yeah, no. but i i totally feel the same as you yeah. like now that it's done that that those things i feel like i i feel like i'm they're not things that happen to me any, anymore yeah. in the same way yeah
1: yeah there's a song yeah. that i did about i say like 9 years ago no maybe 10 no 9 years ago and um it's a song i'm talking about my son's very young at the time and uh it, it's almost still applicable, like, yeah. and which is not a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's 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 like it's it's me dealing with the heartbreak, but family problems. Yeah, family problems. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, and, um but it's uh, I I'm very proud when I hear that song. I get very proud. No one's really heard it. Maybe like a handful of people have heard it, but it's like I'm very I'm kind of private with the music. Like especially the more painful stuff. I do. It
0: sounds like you the music. Helps you like work stuff out, yeah. And then you can do things with it,
1: yeah. And but like, I wrote this song, and it for me, it's like, oh, I, lo- I love listening to it, but it because I'll listen to it like five times and in like, a row, kind of
0: wrecks you though,
1: yeah. It wrecks yeah. me, I only listen to it like, yeah once in a full moon, you know, yeah. like once in a full moon and the whiskey sitting just right, you know, like, it's just like, Oh, let's, let's, let's bust let's out. Let's
0: dredge that up again. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Mm, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Sunday, you know,
1: like let's yeah. dredge this up again. and I totally get that. But like, yeah. man, I, I get proud of myself for being able to to package that. Yes. You know, like yeah. to just be like, oh, wow. Like, we did that. Like, yeah. we did that. Like, yeah. we packaged that up and put it on, on wax. Well, not wax, because nobody listens Sure. To wax. But, but I mean, yeah. like, but to put it on wax and just be like, yo, it's really this powerful. is that. Like, yeah. you
0: took it out of you. Mm-hmm. You made it better. Yeah. You made it like, interesting you made it beautiful you made it thought-provoking
1: and it rhymes
0: and it rhymes and it
1: rhymes rhymes. (laughs) bars yeah but yeah you made it beautiful and and then there's those times where you listen to it and it doesn't apply and that's a good Mm -hmm, feeling mm -hmm. where you just like i feel nothing
0: yeah oh man yes it's just because i drank too much whiskey but (laughs) no but i think that's perfect that okay like this what you're saying like i the podcast is called artifice Mm -hmm. Cause it has the word art in it. It's a cool word. And also because I think (laughs) this stuff matters. Like you made something that's totally authentic and then some days it's not. And then sometimes you're like, Oh, you know, And like, like, you know, being this like soft human thing that we are and the ways that we are malleable, the ways that we change through time, the way that we change depending on who we've been with that day, where, what state we're in, uh, what state we're in you know like what emotional state we're in what uh you know what uh, everything that's going on and i just i don't know i find it really interesting like who you are is this it can be this very permanent thing that has this through line to like this little boy who loves calvin and Hobbes, yeah but then who you are can also be like it's different 10 times a day right um, so oh, I don't yeah. know, I'm, no, I'm interested like, in it.
1: My son has my, I I gifted him all my Calvin and Hobbes books, Aww. like the originals. Like wow. I have the, I have like the nice collection anthology yeah. joint, but like I gave him like, you could still see my little Your scribbles little from like there. It's crazy. Does he,
0: is he creative?
1: Yeah. He, he's, yeah. he's starting to come into his own. And, and, uh, I think, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful to see that mm. for him as a kid because he's just, it, it, it's, he. he Life is like I I told him like you know like life is hard. I, my job is a not even a job, but like it's it's like my privilege and my passion as a as a father as a parent to prepare myself my son um for the outside world. Yeah, and in again, Utah is a bubble. Yeah, we're we're just it yeah. is what it is, and yeah. Utah is a bubble, and so him growing up here. I am, you know, yeah. and we're, we're now we're two time zones apart. That's hard. Yeah. And so, but I'm trying to prepare him for the world yeah. outside of Utah. I think he, I think he's ready for the world inside of it. I mm. just don't know if he's ready for the world outside of it. And it's not, it's nobody's fault. Like yeah. people, like, uh, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I know what he's saying, but he, yeah. I, I know what he's saying, but he's not saying it. Yeah. No, it's like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, it, um, people need to really take a look at that and it, yeah. and just like prepare your prepare your 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 children for anything. Yeah. And like I grew up in a I grew up in this in a neighborhood where I had to be prepared for anything. Right. And my yeah. dad he he overexposed me to things and I seen some things as a child that I probably not yeah. not not because of my dad but just like the Yeah. Like you said
0: like you're backstage and yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's not even backstage oh. but I'm just saying like dr- riding around town mm-hmm. on my bike. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd see stuff that like yeah, we I don't sure. even, Yeah, it's yeah. not It's not, it's not anything that anybody should be exposed to. And so like, uh, for him, I'm because I, I see a lot of myself in him and it's like early detection, early warning. I see the the symptoms and the warning signs, not to say that my son is, you know, something wrong with him, but it's just like, I just don't want him to experience the same things that I did. Yeah. And, but if he does, he can try creating more. Yeah, because it's such for me. It's such a great yeah. way for me to to manage my I'd, feelings. I definitely feel the same and way. Emotions, so.
0: and if you are a kid that's growing up in in pain or in whatever, mm-hmm. it can feel like the only solution, yeah. like to get creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I don't know. This this is totally what it is for me. When I look around and see other, when I see adults, children too, children too, but mostly adults who aren't creative, mm-hmm. I just think like. Please try, yeah. like, try to I be a little the, creative.
1: I want. I, I. I. It's hard for me to have a conversation with them. Be honest. Yeah. Oh, like,
0: I. I I'm, feel. I mean, I feel like I was raised by those people. Like, yeah. the those are those are the people that are my family, and those are the people that are like, you know, all the people that knew me as a child. And I feel like, come on, like, yeah. let's apply a little creativity. Like, I think I had to learn because, like, I my particular role in my family was like the kind of you know the scapegoated child. It's like a, it's a, yeah, yeah. Um but uh yeah, I mean i I want to see more creativity,
1: I want to see it too, because especially in today's world where we live where everything is judged by likes and metrics and analytics yeah. and and performance reports and spreadsheets, that will literally tell you exactly how you are, yeah. And so, and people go off these numbers when they don't know shit about themselves. Right. And it's just like, and, for, and so for me, like, it's like people don't, I encourage people to be more creative just to find out just how great you are. totally, Because and it's if- just like, no, no, like an, an Instagram link or, or or your certain performance report is, is not going to. It's not going to tell you anything about right. yourself.
0: Well, and if you're not being creative about how you're thinking about yourself, you're certainly not being creative about other people, and yeah. you're not being creative at, about ideas. And like you know, you're not being creative about culture. Yeah, yeah. And then how can you understand anything? Um, not that I think I understand anything, but I'm feeling like I'm trying. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. I think we've kind of done it. Yeah. yeah. I think it, I, so, uh, that's a good.
1: Like, I was like, <laughs> I said something motivational. <laughs>
0: You did it. Yeah. So I always ask people at the very end on this day, what's your dream collaboration?
1: My dream collaboration. Or
0: just your dream project if you're not um,
1: digging a collaboration. I'm actually right now. working on it. It's I've been Great. it's taking a long time, but it, my dream, my dream project is um, is Big Little Kid itself. Um that is a long time ago, I had a rap name that was Spitfire. Then I was like, nah, that's that's corny. But then I went by Blacksmith's. <laughs> Uh, that was the nickname that I got uh when I was about uh sixteen. But now I go by the moniker of Big Little Kid. Oh cool. uh, Big Little Kid is 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 obvious um it's it's a podcast that I do occasionally, but um, we're coming back. Season, yeah season two. Good. Um uh but it's also kinda like my my rap name and kind of like my my brand. And so yeah. I'm working on like this comedy hip hop album. Not cool. necessarily funny. It's not like I know you're probably thinking, oh, childish gambino meets little Dicky. Um, whatever. If you if you want to put it inside a box, yeah. sure. But um uh no, I just I I just wanna do something that is is uh positive, uplifting, yeah, but also funny. You know, like I grew up with a lot of music that is very just angry and and uh, you know, hip hop music is, you know, the record execs love to push anything that is to the, uh, that will keep us dumb. Yeah. 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 They, they, you know, shake that ass and drink this drink. You know, it's pretty much like that's pretty much what we've been fed for 25 years. Shake that ass and drink this drink. And, um, I want to do something just a little bit more just like real and and more honest, but with a, with a funny take on it. I'm
0: excited for that. And
1: so like, it's taken me, it's taken me a while. Like I did a song, um, with uh, my buddy, uh, uh, Brisk. He's a great, great producer, great DJ uh, based out of Salt Lake City. And uh, he's he's wonderful. Um, I'm working with some other artists, working with my brother, Josh. And we're putting together this little project cool. called Big Little Kid. And we uh, we did a song uh, about brunch.
0: Awesome. Yeah, just nothing's better than brunch. Yep,
1: me going to brunch. <laughs> me and my lady going to brunch. There's some saxophone in the song.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: It's got a saxophone so which like you don't have that in in hip hop, right? And so but it's, you're
0: doing your kind of your own yeah, thing. I'm talking That's about
1: talk about first verses about uh, uh, us going. Uh, uh go, going to brunch. second verse is us returning from brunch after too many bloody Marys and Mimosa. Yeah. And then we get in bed and watch uh season two and you know Game of Thrones. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> no, that's exactly really how the is. song ends. And that's exactly <laughs> Awesome. Because uh, I said uh and at the I'll play the song at the end. It's uh I'll play the song after it says, uh you try to watch season two, I'm really excited for what happens with Khaleesi. That's like a yeah. that's like a direct quote from the song.
0: Well, that's a feeling that I'm feeling today. Yeah. We're ri- I'm right in the middle of season five.
1: Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, keep watching. I mean, there's, there's obviously. Don't something. tell me anything. I know, but um, <laughs> stay off the internet. <laughs> I've
0: Definitely been trying. Stay off, of,
1: stay off of Twitter. My
0: husband will be like, "I accidentally read something," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "I
1: accidentally." Read I'm, something. I'm, I'm amazed that y'all actually <laughs> been able to keep in.
0: It should tell you how introverted we are.
1: no, I respect, yeah. <laughs> I respect game right there. But yeah. So.
0: Okay, so last, just tell everybody where to find you. Uh,
1: you, you know what? Um, I got a website. I just never updated, but. By the time I do this, hopefully it's put out. It's com. But um, Whitaker's two K's. Yeah. Uh, Whitt- two, uh, two T's. Two T's. Whiskey kay. Hotel Indigo Tango Tango Alpha Kilo Echo Romeo. That's how you spell it. And, um, J A Y. And so, but mostly just follow me on Instagram, um, at it's J I-T-S, I T S J Whitaker. Same with Twitter. It's J Whitaker. Um, you know, like my Facebook page. Uh, that that always helps your boy get booked. Uh that's that's great. So great. Uh, yeah.
0: Jay, thank you so much. Yeah, it's well, my this pleasure. Was good. It, it
1: took it took months. This it, is months. Well, of I, I
0: should say on the podcast, Jay was one of the very first people I reached out to when I started this podcast. So, and we're just catching you, right? As you're like leaving
1: you. But I made so. sure I hit you up. Yeah, I was like, yo, think, no, I'm I, in town. Like, let's I do it.
0: Deeply appreciate no, it. No, so, thank, thank you for having you. me. I appreciate it. Man. My pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Artifice. Our music is by Jerem Hansen and artwork by Sarah Keel. If you'd like to recommend a professional artist for an interview on the podcast, please send me a note through my website, emvocals.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again. Have a great week.